hello and welcome to Talking Bollocks. And now your host, it's fucking me! Hello, welcome, welcome to Talking Bollocks. It's uh, it's good to be back, guys. Um, welcome, hello, if it's your first time, where have you been? Um, regular uh, bollockers, hello, welcome to another bollo cast. I am your host, Howard H. Smith, stand-up comedian, lead singer of Acid Rain, been doing all sorts of bits and pieces, doing me comedy, Keith Platt, he's a catch me on Facebook, Twitter, blah, 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 yada, 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 I can't be fucking bothered this time, okay? So, you know where I am, you know what we do, um, everything is everywhere, look up Talking Bollocks on Twitter, look up Keith Platt on, uh, sorry, everywhere, Facebook, Twitter, you name it, same with Talking Bollocks, same with Acid Rain, yes, that's right, um, quite apt that I should, uh, uh, mention the band straight off because um, obviously I've just got back from tour um, and as you can probably tell by my slightly sexier voice than normal hello there folks it's uh, good to be back um, so hello um, it, what a fucking what a show we've got lined up for you today um, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm yeah it's, it's been kind of weird um, I won't lie to you hang on a sec hmm. already um uh, I am uh, showing that this is not edited, never is. It's always just, let's go for it, and see what happens. Um, yeah, it is good to be It's good to be back, guys. Um, it's kind of strange to be back. I remember doing the last, the last podcast, uh, the, the Black Album special, and that was between dates. Uh, and now it's over. And now the end is near. Uh, no, it's actually ended, to be fair. Um... Yeah, it's over. It's done. We're over. The tour is finished. First six Acid Rain shows for 25 years. Oh, my life. What was it like? Um, it, I, what can I say, guys? I'm going to make no apologies now. This this first section is going to be um, is going to be all about me. Well, let's face it. The whole fucking thing is. So um, it's just going to be slightly more all about me. Um, yeah, what uh, what a set of shows. Um to come back after that amount of time and and have people turn out and and some of the stories i heard um were just amazing some guy saying have you got 10 minutes i just want to tell you how how come you're responsible for um uh three marriages and six children um i wasn't actually responsible for any of the children i'd just like to point that out um just responsible for um the marriage long, long story I, i'm 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 not going to go into it but that's the kind of thing that people are coming up and saying and saying like you know oh, thank you for making me feel 17 again and, and stuff like that and people turned out in their droves and united kingdom apple core was back in full effect um anybody listening to this who was at the shows thank you so much um to every single one of you it was amazing it really was um and to those of you bollockers as well fair few of you came up to me and said hello and um and i i apologize now if i wasn't able to give you uh, more time and i wasn't able to expand on the questions that everybody has like for instance who are the bands that use pro tools and what's the what's the chuck from death story and what's the phil anselmo story and all the rest of it so sorry guys um it was just yeah i mean i hate to sound like a fucking dick but i was just I, 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 I was in demand and, and I tried if, if you did bump into me for a couple of minutes on um, uh, at one of the gigs thank you very much um, and you know sorry I couldn't spend more time with you but it really was one of those uh, it was just amazing it really was it was like being pulled in a hundred different direct directions at once but it was so much fucking fun I mean seriously 
um uh, you can probably hear the smile in my voice uh, it, it yeah just there were times where i was looking out in the crowd just thinking wow this is fucking unreal and to be honest with you whilst i'm talking to you about it right now um a lot of those memories are coming flooding back um and it, and it's kind of it, it's great and they're lovely to have but it's also kind of sad because um because it's over um uh, and uh, you know nothing until um hammerfest in Mar- oh actually hammerfest in march i'm a liar we got um uh, we've got uh, Eindhoven metal meeting in uh, in December, um, but yeah, it's it just an awesome time was had by all. Um, you're going to hear a little bit of that with and and of course uh, we 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 toured with um, Zentrix and Shrapnel. Um, uh, Shrapnel were opening. We were in the middle. Zentrix were closing. Um, and uh, and it was it was just fucking awesome. Um, yeah, the Zentrix and Shrapnel boys were just you, you know absolutely ideal tour uh, tour mates. We had some great. I mean, the, the boys in Zentrix obviously I've known for twenty odd years, and um, it was great to catch up with them again. And, and brand new friendships were made as well because obviously you know bringing my boys on the road for the first time. It's a reboot. It's just me from the original days. So um, they all got to. Um, yeah, there was just those, you know, lifelong friendships were formed. It was just fucking awesome. It really was. It was. I cannot say enough to get back on stage and just be fucking thrashing and and getting in, getting a few stage dives in and get a balcony dive in uh, in Camden. I got a bar dive in in Glasgow. Went up onto the bar and dived off it because they said we weren't allowed that we weren't allowed to stage dive. So they didn't say anything about the bar now, did they? Um, so yeah, there's footage on YouTube. If any of you guys want to check it out, it was it really was immense fun. And um, uh, as you're going to hear with the the interview with Shrapnel, which was just so it was just great fun. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna preface it. I'm gonna let you all. Uh, there's a little bit of an intro on the front. You'll 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 gather why it's kind of slightly delirious. Um, but anyway, that is the sentimental fuckhead bit out of the way. Let's get on with some talking of the bollocks, shall we? And let's dive straight in with that fucking shit new Megadeth song. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, I mean, it, to, it's like it's two intros followed by something that goes nowhere. It's it's just I I I'm struggling to get my head around how it can even be called a fucking song. It, it's just uh, yeah. <laughs> what did I tell you? What did I tell you way back when? The drums are great. <laughs> oh yeah, the drums are great. The song, fucking not at all. No 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 no. And um yeah, it's just I, it just it seems just really really like it's a bizarre. It sounds like almost like I don't know. It, Forced Megadeth. I mean, you know, for the for the critics of um, uh, for the critics of Death Magnetic saying that that sounds like Metallica forcing it. Well, that certainly to me sounds like Megadeth forcing it. Um, and uh, yeah, it just sounds really fucking weird and just uh, just pointless, really. Um, it just doesn't seem to go anywhere. Very disappointed because uh, I, I, you know, again. I mean, you, you'd think the amount of grief that I give uh, Mustaine and Megadeth that I would be, um, I'd be pleased about it being shit. Far from it, you know. I mean, I, I loved Endgame. Um, I really did. And uh, some great stories about that, by the way, if you ever bump into me. <laughs> um, but, uh, sorry. Oh, and that reminds me, actually, um, just to go back. Um, you bollockers that I bumped into, especially the dude in Glasgow, man. Uh, we 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 were stood at the back, and you mentioned that you were, you'd been there from day one. Really sorry, dude, that I couldn't spend more time with you. 
um, and I, I, my voice was shredded as well. I didn't really want to be shouting over um, uh, over Zentrix, but uh, thank you for your support, buddy. I really appreciate it. And every all of the bollockers who came up to me um, when I was out there on the road saying, uh, you know, saying hello and asking for all the bits and pieces, it was it was it was great. I mean, I, I really have had my massive fucking ego stroked like by a million prostitutes. <laughs> It's been fucking awesome. It really has. I'm sorry. Look, I've, I've gone. I'm back to square one, aren't I? It's like it's like my. It's like I tried to do the. Um, I tried to do the Megadeth thing, but no, the old the old ego just comes piercing back through. There's nothing I can do. It's back. But seriously, Tay, yeah, the, the bollockers who came out came out in force. Met a lot of you. Um, very, very good. Very good to see you all. Very good to meet you all as well. And now I will, I will hurtle back to slagging Megadeth off. I'm sorry. Um, so anyway, yeah, I'm, no, I'm a Megadeth fan. Um, sorry, I've got a kill. <coughs> wow, I didn't realise how. Um, hmm. How uh, how worn out my voice was <laughs> until I started talking here. Um, I'm gonna have to get another drink, guys. Sorry. Mm. So yeah, new Megadeth. Um, I, I, look, I'm still holding out. Hopefully, the the album will be better than that shit. Um, but yeah, just oh dear, never mind. Uh, so what else is new? Um, very very topical for right now, actually, is um, is uh, download announcing Maiden and Sabbath as headliners, and uh, and people fucking moaning about it like it's going out of style. Yeah, you as well, Pete. Um, yeah, people just fucking moaning and moaning. Uh, fucking, I mean, what more do you want? It's Maiden and Sabbath, two of the fucking bands that invented metal. They're not going to be around forever. You've just been spoiled. It's going to be kids coming along in 10 and 20 years' time going, wow, you got to see Maiden. Wow, you got to see Sabbath. That's fucking amazing. So, yeah, it is. I mean, seeing Sabbath won't be amazing because Ozzy's fucked. It's like going to see a load of fucking pillowcases stuffed with drugs. <laughs> Uh, propped up in front of a microphone, it's a fucking oh, come on, and the Sharon's in the and Sharon's in the wings going, go on, fucking get out there, you cunt, go on, get out there, make me another house, earn me another fucking house, go on, get out there, you twat, and Bill, oi, fatty, you're out, you're not coming back. That she is such a cunt, Sharon Osborne, you're a cunt. There you go. Anybody want to play that to her? Anybody know her? Feel fucking free. Come and get me, Sharon. Come and fucking get me. Sue me for every penny I don't have. Take me down, you stupid cow. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sabbath and Maiden, I, I see, um, and I also see Tony Iommi has said that he doubts, Tony Iommi doesn't think that... Um, Bill Ward will return for the final tour. No shit tone. In fact, I'm just getting up here. It says, um, uh, it was good. To, it, it was on seeing Bill Ward again. It was good. It was really great to see Bill. I mean, Bill and I stay in contact, not as much as we used to, but we do stay in contact. But it was really nice to see him, and it was just a nice, warm feeling to be with Bill again. He's starting to sound like Bill, isn't he? All hippie, and I love him and everything. On whether he'd be on the final tour, no, to be honest, I don't know if that's going to happen. But who knows? You never know. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it's not, is it? It's really not going to happen. And then they get some more Bill Ward quotes of you know, um, uh, I w oh, there, this is the shit he's been coming out recently. Was wasn't it? Uh, I was never in a position where I was never able to drum. It's really sad that those statements about me um, that inferred that I wasn't able to drum. 
Uh, well, you know, whatever. Um, uh, Bill, this actually brings me on to something else I wanted to talk about, which was, um, yeah, Bill Ward came out. Um, I can't remember where it was, but he's, he's been back moaning about South and says he's angry about it and all the rest of it. It's like, well, uh, you know, he can't have it both ways. You can't keep going on about your love for the guys in Sabbath. Sab- Sabbath? Fucking hell. <laughs> um, your love for the guys in Sabbath. And uh, and you really love them. And uh, all the internet. All the, you know, I, I didn't say that it was shit. Yes, you did, you fucking fat idiot. And and he's just... It's just going from, oh, I love him. Oh, I love him. Oh, I'm angry. Oh, I'm angry. Oh, I want to do it. Oh, no. And then, then my health has never stopped me playing drums. I mean, am I the only one? Am I the only person that looks at a picture of Bill Ward and thinks, two-hour set? No chance, fatty. Lay off the fucking pies? Maybe. But Christ. I mean, really? I, I can... I mean, I think some of Ozzy's comments are, are very harsh. In fact, some, I think some of Ozzy's comments are fucking Sharon's. Yep, right back at you again, Sharon. I, I do. Um, Sharon! Um, you get it. Um, but it is. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know where that came from. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure it. Um, you know, I'm sure those comments come from her. And, I'm, uh, uh, and look, ultimately, who, uh, you know, right back to where we started. Maiden and Sabbath at download. Here's an idea. If you don't like it, don't go. Oh, the bill wasn't put together for you, really. Oh, your own personal musical choice. And it it, it disappoints you, does it? Oh, I'm sorry the organisers of Download didn't fucking run it by you first. Oh, I do apologise, you fucking selfish cunt. Uh, That's not you, Pete, by the way. Uh, By the way, I'm referring to Pete Gray, who... um, who's been talking about it on uh, on the Talking Bollocks page. The point I'm making is all these fucking moaning cunts on Facebook, on Twitter and everywhere again. Um, just fuck off. Don't go. Really, seriously. Your, your opinion is insignificant and unneeded. Just fucking sew your mouth up. Fucking saw your hands off. Throw your keyboard out. Whatever it is you have to do. But no one is fucking interested. And while we're about it, I'm recording this on the 21st of October, and I just want to say this. Fuck Back to the Future Day in the fucking face! Jesus, three of the most average films ever fucking made. I Just fuck off with those fucking shit films. All I've been looking about, all I've seen today, is all the comments everywhere. Just pictures of, oh, if it's good good enough for Marty McFly, it's good enough for me. Oh, everything that happens past this day is now backward in the future. Fuck off. Seriously, get lives. Get lives. Right out there with the people. There's already nerds complaining about how Jedis are portrayed in the latest Star Wars trailer. I mean, if if you are complaining about something that has been left out of um, the mythology of Star Wars in the recent in the latest trailer for the new Star Wars films, if you're one of those people, yeah, you need to pop out your house, jump on a bus or get in a car and go and find a life because you haven't fucking got one. Nope, you really haven't. You've just got an empty head with a tiny little brain the size of a fucking walnut rattling around inside of it like a bell inside a ball for blind people. Um, really, seriously, find find something, anything to do. Um, one thing I want to give you guys a heads up about as well, I can't believe how badly my voice is disappearing. Um, <coughs> uh, more water. One thing I, I did want to give you... Um, give you guys a heads up about was um, 
uh, a film coming out called Kill Your Friends. It's it's about the music business in the eighties, and um, it's my it's my pretty much my favourite book of all time. It is one of the most fucking brutal books and and I know there's going to be people listening to this who are thinking oh, I'm not really into books I'm not really into reading and oh it's a bit of, no seriously this I, I mean uh, there were parts of this book I had to put it down I was laughing so much and it is fucking brutal um it really is and it, it like it's based in the music business in the 80s it's um it, it's awesome and um uh, so yeah the film's coming out it might be worth having a re- having a look at the film and then and then get the book afterwards see how you feel but um yeah i'm definitely going to be checking out so that's um a little bit of a little bit of a culture vulture this month um letting you in on uh, on some uh, on on some uh, favorite movies that uh, and books that i've read um uh, so i've 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 given you um i've had a nice wo- uh, nice moan about um about bill uh, and all the rest of it um and um do you know what i think um yeah we just we're not quite coming up to 20 minutes but uh, what i want to do now is um i'm going to hand you over to my uh, well i'm going to hand you over to me that's a bit weird isn't it um uh, i'm going to uh, now play the interview with shrapnel who i've been on the road with i'm recording this on wednesday the 21st so just 3 days ago um, we were playing uh, Glasgow uh, together, um, and they fucking knocked it out the park. They really did. Um, and and you know we had we had a job on our hands following them. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean it, 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 they're just a really awesome tight knit group of musicians. And and to think that um, well, you'll hear in the interview that that, that those six shows are the first six that their new drummer has actually played with them. All right, Jono. Um, that's just fucking amazing. Um, and, uh, you know, shut your eyes. He could be right-handed. Um, but uh, there you go. Um, he's he's a very good cheese catcher as well. But that's an entirely different story. Um, so I'm, what I'm going to do is pr- I'm just going to mess with the format a bit here, like I always like to do, just keep you guys on your toes. So instead of going straight into the interview, I was thinking, why don't we actually have a bit of shrapnel first? And this is Pseudo Commando.
Okay, well, um, hello, welcome to um, Talking Bollocks. You find this is a bit of this is a, a completely new one. Um, we are currently on. I say we. I'll introduce um, the guys in a minute. Um, we're currently on a ferry um, travelling from um, Belfast to Canine. Canine Ryan. Canine Ryan. Ken. Well, anyway, we're travelling there. It doesn't fucking matter, does it? You can still hear us. Um, so, um, yeah, um, on our way to play Glasgow Audio, which is the last night of the um, Shrapnel Acid Rain Zentrix tour, um, I am here with uh, three friends of mine. Sorry, what are your names again? Um, no, um, I'm here with uh, three guys from Shrapnel who are now all going to introduce themselves. So, uh, Jay Hadley, and I do noisy, shouty. Happy times. There you go. <laughs> Chris, uh, guitar. And Nath, guitar as well. Excellent. Well, it's, it's lovely to have you on the show, guys. Yeah. Thanks for agreeing to talk bollocks. Um, <laughs> well, well, on the record, you've been doing it for the whole tour. Yeah. Um, but it's nice to finally catch you doing it on tape, said Grandad. Um, so, um, uh, look, it's, I mean, it's been... It's been a tape? What's the take? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You missed out on so much. Um, it's uh, You missed out on all the tape trading days. I'm sure you've just heard about them from old cunts like me. You know? <laughs> yeah. um, uh, so, look, it's it, obviously it's been it's been really cool um, so far. We've had, you know, five awesome shows. Yeah. Um, I've just got to detour for a second and say we've, we can actually hear one of the other passengers snoring in the background <laughs> there. Um <laughs> That is, uh, um, which is uh, which is great, um, but uh, anyway, so um, yeah, five days. Um, we're obviously I'm going to lay this shit right out there. We're label mates, aren't we? At the moment, we are, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, we are. Well, ah. we we've got the um, the the Apple Core archives out yeah. on candlelight. And you have... Uh, do you, have you got an album out? No, um, you... Uh, <laughs> um, Forget I, uh, yeah, I've got a really fresh demo you're selling every night. <laughs> um, um, uh, and you've got, you've got your album, well, yeah, your latest album out, yep. Candlelight. Um, so, yeah, hey there, label birds. <laughs> yeah. With, with, with fist bumping now, yep. which is nice, white, middle class and awkward. Um, <laughs> um, and uh, some alarm went off in the background there as well. Um... So, uh, what I want to start off with, let's start off with the beginning of the shrapnel journey and how you, like, you know, how you got together. I know you've got two new guys in the band at the moment yep. who are both sat to the left of us, so we can't, we can't call them cunts. <laughs> um, <laughs> give it a couple of minutes. Um, um, so, how did you. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, he's getting in the spirit early. I like that. It's impressed to you all the time. Yeah. You're such um, a goth, aren't you? Hey, there's, no, there's no need for that, mate. There's no need for that. Yeah, I mean, rapist, paedophile, fine, but goth. That's just one step too far. Um, so, at look at him, eh? Cheeky little rapist. Um, <laughs> Is <laughs> that why they were throwing eggs at us last night? It's because you're the rapist. Oh, that was fucking bizarre, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Was weird. We, we were walking along the pavement. I'm talking to you now, by the way, guys. Um, we were walking <laughs> along the pavement in Belfast, and all of a sudden, eggs rained down from the sky. From the sky, from didn't they? But didn't they, they missed us all, didn't yeah, they? But there was no sort of... Um Direction to him, wasn't it? No, they came they straight. They, they did. Just seem to come from like because I'm the seagulls are big here, aren't they? Yeah, and they're and they're laying eggs. <laughs> <laughs> These pregnant seagulls are laying eggs. 
was, yeah, was like, wow, they're trying to make man omelette. <laughs> um, it was really weird. Really weird. Um, yeah, tangent there. Good. We're, we're, we're the, by the way, um, and I'm talking, still talking to you guys listening, we are all massively sleep deprived at the moment, right? Yeah. So if, if this does seem to be even weirder than, and even more bizarre and even more nonsensical than the normal interview, that would explain why. Well, interview. <laughs> Who are we trying to kid? Um, <laughs> it feels off until there's four or five people snoring. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. This is like, yeah. like 50 minute interview and in another 20 minutes of just. Sounds like one of our gigs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, um, so how's uh, anyway? Look, yeah, I, I was going to say, ooh, the shrapnel journey. You're like, fuck that. How have you enjoyed the tour so far? Oh, it's been, it's awesome. been amazing. Yeah, it's been really, really good. Really good fun. Yesterday was my favourite. Oh great. really? Yeah, that's really good fun. Uh, but yesterday was not Dublin, mate. It was Belfast. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably um, that was the sleep deprivation. Mix up. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that was probably Belfast? something. Belfast was. I, I've mixed up Dublin and Belfast before, yeah. and what Please, you find sorry. is what you find is you get stuff in the post, <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's not good stuff. And you probably shouldn't insult um, Dublin's currency, as I found out. <laughs> oh really? Yeah, I quite referred to it as monopoly money. Ah, he was a very big fella. That was stupid. Oh, oh, you mean at the, at the merch desk? Yeah. Mate, it's all right on the mic when you're on stage. You can say what you like, <laughs> well, but when you're behind the merch all, desk... I'm like, right, I'll, I'll make note of that one. <laughs> I'll go and try it out on the public in the street and they want to stab me. <laughs> I know that feeling. The thing is, what you've got to remember is, like I said, if you, when you're on stage right, and you've got the mic, not only are you a lot taller and on stage, but you've got the mic... When you're at the merch stand, you're just another m- fucking market <laughs> trader. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, good for you, mate. Good, nice one for trying. He um, <laughs> said, if you don't give me a free patch, I'm going to take you outside and snatch your face inside. <laughs> what? He said, I'm afraid I'm going to have to take the beating. Can't afford not to. I just can't afford to. Yeah, he took, took you outside, gave you a beating, and then gave you a patch to sew over the open wound. He <laughs> um, was big. He's a big guy, isn't he? So, um, no, no, it has been, um, it's, it's, it's been awesome, and you guys have been awesome. I mean, uh, one night springs to mind, which um, I'm not going to mention, which was very hard work. Yeah. It was Dublin, wasn't it? Was um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, but I mean, it, it was, was hard, it was hard it was work still, for yeah, all of us. Yeah, that yeah night. it was. It was. Yeah. It was um, Quieter than normal. We expected a bit of crazy. And oh, well, we, we, we were fully expecting to, it, that it'd be fucking rammed, which it wasn't. And, um, uh, yeah, and like you know, all the mental goings on. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, well, anyway, you know, it is what it is. But you guys put in a, a stellar effort because that's all you can do, isn't it? You yeah, just yeah, yeah. go out there, and whether it's ten people, you know, a hundred, a thousand, whatever, you just put in the same. Effort you you expect required. it, don't you? Being an opener, I didn't expect it to be all night. But as an opener, you kind of it happens, doesn't it? Sometimes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some fifty-fifty. Like sometimes, learning isn't it? how much that's going on in that sort of same month, though. A lot of locals are saying the same thing. Like, there's so much going on, especially in that area. Yeah, definitely. I mean, well, yeah, there is a lot going on. This, there's a free festival as well. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Um, no, no it, it is. Sorry, uh, that was a visual gag. Um, really, it probably doesn't work very well on the podcast. That, um, and I'm not going to explain it because that'll just be tiresome. Um, so just deal with the fact that you're not here. Um, but yeah, it's um, it's. I mean, it's been awesome, and you guys have been like, you know, 
fucking hammering it out every night. And last night was very, very cool. You said, I mean, you said last night was, yeah, we just, that was actually your favourite of the tour. Yeah, we've kind of hit our stride on the yeah. Yeah, just before <laughs> the end. So we're ready to finish. We're like, oh, we're playing good. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Yeah, and first, home. first time playing there so, as well, isn't it? So yeah, we, I really not knowing it. what to expect and everything. Yeah, we, and only, we had stayed in Belfast last time, didn't we? Yeah. Played playing. Yeah. So but I think there's something pretty cool as well about when you when you when you win an audience over, you know, you start and people are mm. just sort of a bit tentative and then you get people who start coming down the front and yeah. there was there was one person who came down the front last night while you were on because I took some shots of you. Um, and a bit of video as well. Um, which I used to blackmail you with. Um, <laughs> it's fucking shocking. Um, <laughs> there was um, there was uh, uh, a, a, a girl came down the front and it was proper old school she came down the front with a bag and she like and a pint and she was like bag down there pint down there you know it was nearly thumbs in the uh, in the belt loops but just not quite busy. yeah and just like just stood legs akimbo and was just like fucking rocking out and it was just like yeah that's another one yeah. excellent you know by, yeah, taking Belfast over one human at a time um, I think if you can draw people away from the bar you've, you've done Done something right. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. That's, that's kind of your job, really. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like. Get I think it helps you say that people have been drinking all day as well. It tends to help. Yeah. I like. Yes. I like the way you sort of uh, prescribed. Not, yeah. I like the way you s- subscribed yeah. your last night's uh, success to the fact that the audience was yeah. battered. <laughs> <laughs> it's your crowd. Yeah. <laughs> your crowd. Yeah. Fucking pissed up. Yeah. Um, but, um, <laughs> but, but also, I mean, I need. I, I'm. Uh, and I'm talking too much here. I'm well aware of that. But um, uh, your dedication is is fucking second to none. It's phenomenal. And I, there's, there is a bit of a theme running in the podcast about um, we often talk about like you know dedication and really wanting to do it and things like that. And the fact that you guys have come, you know, had to go from Norwich to Hollyhead. Look it up, motherfuckers. Um, <laughs> Yeah. And and the, after the Glasgow gig, you're driving back to Norwich. Yeah, um, it doesn't. It's, it's not actually as cool as it sounds. Because halfway, cool. It doesn't sound cool. <laughs> it sounds <laughs> like a suicide mission. Well, that, but but we, stayed at, we stayed at his nan's halfway. So. <laughs> 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 it's uh, Johnny's yeah, nan's house. Can we just say that yeah. it's fucking rock and roll? Yeah, like yeah, it's it's nan, can we come in? What time do you call this? She made us cups of tea. And yes. And a bit of sleep, don't we? Those little um, caramel <laughs> wafers that are nice. Yeah. You do realise people who listen to this podcast now are going, oh, bless. <laughs> I just want to give them a hug. That's what we do, we pity people into liking us. <laughs> yeah, or get them this. Or get them Yeah, the first is, uh, is cheaper. Yeah, um, you know, you lose self-respect, but fuck it. Who, need, who yeah. needs that anyway? <laughs> yeah, but money's always handy. Yeah. Um, so when? I mean, how long have you guys been together now? I haven't done my research, obviously. Uh, Two thousand nine, we started. Right. Okay. Would you like me to do the maths? Uh, six years. <laughs> six years. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I was kind of waiting for you there, but um, I thought I better chip in. Yeah. Six I years. Two thousand eight, wasn't it? Really. Oh well, right, it's seven years. Make your minds up. Yeah, no, seven well, years. Ish. No savers was two thousand nine, wasn't it? Yeah. And. Yeah, so first EP was 2009, and we started playing just before Christmas. So, yeah. Right, okay, so technically 2008. Yeah, as, yeah. A, as, a, as, as an entity that anyone else outside of your families was aware of, <laughs> yeah. 2009. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and and what, 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 brought you, what brought you to Thrash, then? What um, was it? I love Megadeth, so I wanted to be in a band like Megadeth. Um, oh, you've got to be really disappointed with the new song, then. I really love like it. it. Do you? Yeah. You're joking. No, no, love it. What, the two intros on the front and then they then <laughs> go nowhere bit? Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Dear me. Did you like Super Cunter? No. It was shocking. 
I'll get out. I listen to it um, on Sunday mornings when I'm doing the, like the washing up or something like that. Really? Yeah. You should listen to it when you're having gay sex. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only appropriate time to listen yeah. to that I, fucking uh, slice yeah. of audio shit. I, uh, when we saw him on the last tour, I was singing along to Super Collider. Really? Yeah. Oh, fair enough. Hey, I'm see, each to their own. You're wrong, <laughs> but, uh, but um, you know, you're entitled to your wrong opinion. No, I know it's, I know it's terrible as well. I know. <laughs> yeah, <all right. laughs> I, know. I know, fair enough. So sorry, I interrupted. I'm sorry. I will continue to do that. Massive Megadeth fanboy, but I, I didn't. Like <laughs> Even you were like, too much. Yeah, no, I want to well, be once, we, once we get off, sorry, sorry, but I know you're negative, fan, but once we get off air, I'll tell you the, um, I'll tell you the stuff that you don't want to know. Cool. Okay. <laughs> about Megadeth, by the way, not about, li- not about life in general. <laughs> I'm sorry, but you are going to die. <laughs> your, ball, your balls aren't going to drop. You're going to grow hair in strange places. Uh, <laughs> and then you'll get your period. Um, sorry. Carry on. We are sleep deprived. Please, I know this what sounds terrible. About? You were talking about Megadeth, and you're why? wearing a Megadeth. Why hoodie. was I talking about Megadeth? <laughs> because um, you're a big Megadeth fan, and you wanted to be in a band like Megadeth. Oh right, yeah, yeah. So Norwich is not. He's <laughs> obviously a lifetime bitch. Well, basically, he summed it up just like that. Yeah, done. Megadeth. Yeah. Yeah. But next question, <laughs> dickhead. I like Megadeth. No way. <laughs> <laughs> On his tombstone. <laughs> that's, like that's it. <laughs> uh, that's all. Yeah. Norwich is a small place, so I put up a thing online, uh, like a local musician's. I put a thing up online, which is Norwich speech, where I nailed a piece of paper to a tree. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> and, and we just got in contact through people we know and the online thing, and and just started that way. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Just started jamming and didn't think it would go anywhere at all. And then we got a show with Sepultura, didn't we? Yeah. Sort of after that. Yeah. yeah. So oh, and then we're like, oh, a mega milestone as well. How, that's that's how sort of local. Did, yeah. That's kind of our, well. There's like two major venues at the time: like the mm. Waterfront and the UEA. And the Waterfront was always like a sort of big milestone for us and that happened mm. really quite yeah, quickly yeah, yeah. we uh, sort of just asked just out of curiosity and they were like yeah cool you can open the show but, that, but that's exactly the whole point though isn't it yeah. you don't ask you don't get you don't get yeah exactly yeah. So, and then we thought we could do something so um, <coughs> did you get to meet Max and the boys and yeah yeah. And that with must have been Gamma Bomb was on that show as well which is how um, Max Max wasn't in the band was he it's not thinking 1989. Oh, no. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, no, oh, sorry. Apologies. Yeah, no, 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 that's certainly my fault. Sorry, yeah, no, sorry. That's sleep deprivation. I've just put Max back in several tours. That is how backwards Norwich truly is. I didn't even realise he said Max. Jesus Christ. Don't bring him into it. He's not in several either. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, that was awesome. Derek was yeah. cool. I was going to say, so you got to meet Derek Green. Yeah. Had a bit of a... And the boys. Had a bit of a... Ginormous. It was nice though, wasn't it? He? he had a bit of... He had a dance. He got, he got booted out, didn't he? He did, yeah. yeah. He, got, he got booted out because there was curfew. He's like, no, you got to leave, mate. He's like, bomb in the band. <laughs> <laughs> so they kicked him out and he had to walk all the way back round. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. That must have been really inspirational, though, that early yeah. In, yeah. in your career to, to go, right, wow. Yeah. So... Basically, we could maybe do this. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, definitely. I think it's kind of, kind of funny because um, you can see it like 
a lot of people kind of have a go at us a bit because like, the band name is sort of fairly it's like a billion bands called called Shrapnel there's been a billion bands mm. called it but I think that's kind of we always laugh because that shows just how ser- serious we weren't it's like yeah whatever it's picking then because we're not going to get out of the rehearsal studio anyway so who gives a shit right? well I think the, <laughs> the conversation went down yeah sounds, yeah, sounds it, fast that was yeah. good yeah. Yeah. sounds <laughs> fast <laughs> brilliant so you're like one step away before being called MPH <laughs> <laughs> Sounds fast. And then That's then awesome. Then it was stuck, wasn't it? Yeah. So you won't believe how much you get heckled though for being called shrapnel. Like, really? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know what I mean, shrapnel? Hang when you say um, when you say oh, fucking hell, I did that last night. Um, <laughs> do you, when you say heckled, do you mean online or literally heckled uh, well, face, to face? face to face? Online, we've been pretty lucky as a whole. We haven't had too much crap, have we? There's this one time where a guy says, oh, I thought it was the old hardcore band or whatever. Yeah, Welsh. Well, Welsh, band. yeah, that's it. Oh, wow, sorry, can't help the way your brain works. <laughs> <laughs> then, yeah. um, as a whole, we've been okay, but I mean, it's very hard not to bite, isn't it? But, yeah. um, it's like, well, <laughs> <laughs> Staring into the middle distance. <laughs> Sorry, one of, one of the other guys who's not in the interview just looks like he was just basically a human cyborg from the bottom. Just absolutely, he'd shut down and he was just recharging, but with his eyes open. That was really weird. Brain really dropping out his nose. He doesn't smile that often. He was was it yesterday in soundcheck where you had that face on all the way through soundcheck. Yeah, like someone like it's what his screensaver. It's yeah, it's just <laughs> <laughs> look like someone probably pissed on your chips. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's because yeah. every t- every show we do, they change my setting. Like I keep they it the same. Knob, don't they? Well, it's because I keep it the same because I'm like, oh, it's, it should work for all of them. Then. But no, everyone they mess up with it. It never sounds good. Don't worry, we can edit the new guy out. I'm only joking. Can we just put that lift door fart noise? <laughs> yeah, definitely. The, the lift door fart noise is something you will all, um, you'll all have to dig out. I'll, out put, I'll put a link it's up. Gonna yeah. big. It's going to be big. It's going to be viral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's viral. I think we got like one like for it, didn't we? <laughs> Oh, don't worry. We've 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 all shared it, and you know yeah. you've seen what we're like. All all of the people that are connected to us are all going. This is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a lift that. door that sounds like a fart. I've got it to hand. You've what? I've got it to hand. You've got it to hand. Yeah. Awesome. Right. Okay, guys. This is an exclusive. We're not going to get done for copyright, are we? You're not going to set the lawyers on this. It's my video. So do you own the? Do I own the rights? I suppose that might. Okay. Right. What you're going to hear now is a video that was shot in the lift that took us up and down to uh, the dressing rooms in Belfast yesterday. And this is, all this is, is the sound of a lift door opening. Cue the music. (laughs) That was the lift door. It never gets old. It sounds like somebody who's been shitting a curry well, we in have, one. You must have used that lift like 50 times yesterday, every single time. <coughs> oh, every, every time we used it, if, if you, it, whenever you came out, if there was somebody there, you just have to like waft and go, sorry about that. Or, and I bet the staff are just there going like, oh Dick God, not that. Yeah, I've never well. heard that. Every day, guys. Every day. And my answer to that is, yeah. 
WD40. <laughs> if you don't want the jokes, yeah, fix it. I hope they never do. Yeah, I hope they never do. I hope it's still there when we go back. Yeah. Awesome. So, um, anyway, we haven't really got very far on any of this, have we? Um, I, think we were, I think you were just getting out of the rehearsal, getting, the rehearsal room, you played with um, Sepultura. Yeah. So what was the next step, what was so the next meaningful step? We were a bit cheeky with this, this Sepultura show, so we thought we'd be cheeky again. And we um, There's nothing cheeky about fucking asking. Asking, yeah, exactly. Well, we spoke to Russ Russell about doing an EP. Who's Russ Russell? Uh, so he's produced Napalm Death, Evil. Oh right, okay. My, yeah, my apologies for my lack of knowledge. No, that's right. And um, we'd never even expected a reply from him. Um, so we sent him the first EP and just asked how much it would be to go and record with him. And uh, within a couple of weeks, he emailed back saying he had these dates free. It would be this much. Um, he enjoyed the first EP and we. We didn't have any music, and it was quite soon, wasn't it? it yeah, was yeah, a few months. So we, um, we kind of panicked, wrote an EP really quickly, <laughs> paid the money, and, and did that. And also at the same time, competing in the Metal to the Masses London. Yeah, yeah, we did the the Battle of the Bands for the Bloodstock thing, and we won that in London. And we played. So we did two days recording, played Bloodstock, and then. Went back, went back, yeah, went back yeah. to the studio. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's that's the way to so, do, it, isn't it? Yeah, from going from sort of not really taking it seriously, it just gathered speed quite so, quickly. So, so you've been forced into uh, enjoying this <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. against our will. Yeah, forced into uh, a certain level of success. That's that's cool. Success. And so, how was Bloodstock? Yeah, the first one was it was tough, wasn't it? Because we it never... is when you win those competition things as well, because I always, I always think that skews an audience's opinion of you. Yes. Because straight away it's like, oh, so this lot are better than a load of other bands, are they? Uh, yeah. And you, you get, you get that kind of oh. The, 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 the uh, crowd was really good, wasn't it? The, the crowd was the best thing about the crowd, it. The crowd it was, was awesome, packed. Because that was the old school. Um, it's because it rained, stage, wasn't it? And it yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it rained again, so people, yeah, they didn't like it. <laughs> But no, the, I mean, that was the old school stage, wasn't it? It wasn't the kind of new circus now. Yeah, yeah. And it was like a long, long tent in the whole Goldman City and the end. And that was really, really packed. And considering no one knows of us at the time. We had very little experience, did we? We, we hadn't been playing that long. And we were... It was hilarious, though. The fog machine was amazing because they packed it so much full of fog that they Chris, old drummer Chris, had to stand up and count every single time. No one could see an absolute <laughs> joke. Really. Yeah, they yeah, completely like fogged it, it out. Well, that, but I, I, yeah, I was always like. Um, uh, when we were in Dublin, I was like, Farron, excuse me, who's the guy in charge of the fog machine? Oh, that's me. Yeah. Uh, sorry, fog machine, smoke machine. It's like, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, it's me. Yeah, none. We want none. Really? Yeah, none. Are you sure? Yes, I'm sure. That's why I'm saying none. That's why I've come and found you and said we want none. Yeah, that would me be me saying none as opposed to finding you and saying, do you operate the machine? We'd like some. That's when we'd want some. Yeah, when I say yes, we'd like some. Yeah, but when I'm, fight, when I'm saying none, yeah, it means, guess what? Um, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just, just, like, yeah just, just a smidge. He must have just stood there for the whole thing. I like, lost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I'm, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to pause this because the batteries need changing. So bear with me one second. 
And we're back because I'm vaguely professional and have uh, some spare batteries. Well, I probably wouldn't have if I didn't have to have them for my mic. Um, um, which is just reminding me that I uh, don't know why that didn't work last night. But um, anyway, um, so then, so right, yeah, so you had the whole um, the whole bloodstock experience and all that. Um, it's uh, where, where, what was the next step? Where did you move to from there? Uh, we got the EP out, didn't we? That was all sort of done off our own backs. Um, and we just looked at gigging as much as we could and yeah and we got the Exodus show at Islington Academy so 2010 was it? it was just another one of those things where you just sent an email like is this at all possible and uh, yeah we got put on opening the show so who else was on the bill? Uh, Man Must Die yeah that was just the London show I was there too Awesome. This is so awesome. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, in our onboard shop we have a fantastic offer from British company Morton This English made gift set is a bergamot and orange jewel hand wash and she shower gel. She's she's she is selling this, isn't she? Listen to the way she's committed to this. A £22 saving on the high street price. For this and other fantastic oh, offers, please make your way along to the shop on deck 7. Our staff will be happy to help. Thank you. That is, oh, she sounds like she'd be happy to help. Doesn't that she? was from the heart, was it? So I'd be happy to slip my wrists and bleed, and bleed all over you. Um, that's just fucking bizarre. Well, again, that's the first first one on it. First podcast on a ferry. First interruption by ferry announcer. Brilliant. Um, so, so the extra show that 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 rocked. I yeah, yeah, that was so awesome. Was it? awesome. That was proper. Uh, just lifts crazy stairs everywhere and completely out of our depth everything is blue I'm totally gay for Gary Holt so <laughs> that, that was my you can turn that phone off any time you like sure. <laughs> right. yeah, yeah, so this one was awesome because that's probably my earliest earliest thrash band that I've been into in quite, a, quite a long while when you first so loves is what you're saying one of my first it? loves yeah. awesome yeah, yeah that's uh, those <laughs> moments where you have to pinch yourself they're pretty cool yeah, that was awesome that was one of those yeah. We walked past their dressing room. It was like just Gary Holt sitting there, wasn't there? And I went a big rubbery one. It was awesome. <laughs> did, you go, did you go in and say hello? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good yeah. chat. I saw uh, Rob he's, he's a lovely so, guy, isn't he? Yeah, Gary. He's awesome. He's a lovely guy. Yeah. I remember that show because I, I used to open beer bottles with my teeth all the time. And, um, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> eat, eat a fucking carrot through a letterbox, didn't you? <laughs> Tom Hunting uh, turns up in the dressing room and they. They had their beer bottle openers on the walls and they were all fucking bent in, so none of them worked. You couldn't do anything with them. She was like, Have you got one in your dressing room? And uh, I grabbed the bottle and I was like, Don't worry, man. And just bit the bottle off and the the top off and uh, actually bit the entire top of the bottle off and all the glass went in the beer. So the first (laughs) fucking time I met Tom Hunting, I filled his I fucked his beer up and just gave it back to him. Like, oh, there we go. Awesome. So basically, you walked in and went, <laughs> <laughs> ate the top of his beer, gave it back to him. Yeah. He's like, I'll be over there. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> mate. Yeah. Nice one. Fucking hell. Yeah. Did, you, did you just turn tail and run? Yeah. Oh, dear of me. Yeah. That's sad, wasn't it? Ruined his beer. Yeah. Fucking hell. That's, that's one of the most heartbreaking stories I've ever heard. You poor man. I was so excited as well. And then after that, to fucking add insult to injury, just before we were about to go on stage, seconds before, so like the woman came and was like, you're on, go up to the lift now. 
uh, I went for a really quick piss and my belt buckle split in half. <laughs> and I was, I was standing there <laughs> fucking holding my trousers up in a fucking I need a belt. panic. I got a belt, I need a belt. I was looking anything, a guitar lead to tie around my waist, anything. Piece of string, yeah. you name it. What anything. did you end up using? Um, one of the guys in Man Must Die had an emergency belt in a spare. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah. yeah. I was impressed that I had one spare battery. Yeah. He had an emergency <laughs> belt. Good. And he let me keep it as well, so I could get home with my uh, what? jeans. What a hero! Yeah. What is a big shout out to Man Must Die then? That's, that's awesome. Yeah. That's, I've that's, still got that belt as well. That's the heavy metal <laughs> brotherhood right there, isn't you it? You just pegged that you like a free belt, must be. You <laughs> haven't. You haven't got it. You, I have. It's on eBay. <laughs> you eBayed it. Come on. No one's gonna buy anything off eBay from me. So that that must have been again another watershed moment where you're like fucking hell, right? Yeah. Okay, we managed it in Norwich. That's our hometown. That doesn't really count. Yeah. This time we, we, we've done it properly in a yeah. In, in academies. I mean, we've seen some awesome bands there. And, you know, we'd sort of testament there just before that, and so playing that venue was cool. To be playing it with Exodus was killer. Really cool. Yeah, it was awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. So, what we, and what was the next step after that? Then, the, you know, just playing as many shows as we could. We got yeah. to support some really cool bands, haven't we? So. Yeah. I know you have. Yeah. Yeah, really. <laughs> right here. I'm sat right here. Top of the. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> top of the. Did you hear that? Acid rain. Top of this. Um, yes, you're right. We are. Um, <laughs> um, I mean, I'm going to quit now. You're going to quit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is enough. We've Oh yeah, all right. I, I get it. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. Don't make me tell you. Don't make me tell you. Tell you my five o'clock this morning at the port selfie uh, story. I saw. We saw. Did you really? Yeah. You're jealous. The nice, the nice Bond lady. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And actually, she said, "I'll see you on the ferry." But um, you know, I've tried tried stalking her, um, but I just can't find her. Um, uh, yeah, but I'm, I, I suppose I better tell you, um, you listeners. Um, we were at the we were at the, um, the port at five o'clock this morning, and a woman came came over with her phone and said, "Excuse me," and I said, "Yes," and she said, "Is this you?" And she showed, she showed me her phone, and it was a picture of me from last night uh, um, on stage. And I was like, "Yes, it is." And she was like, "Oh," and she showed me one of the many selfies that we did with people last night, and she was like. That's him there. That's my mate. I was like, oh right, okay. So we did. So we did some pictures. It wasn't with her. the woman with the wonky boobs, was it? It wasn't the woman with the wonky boobs. <laughs> no, it wasn't her. The manually, uh, manually made uh, wonky boobs. Uh, great name for a band. <laughs> man made. No, no, man made wonky boobs. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, we're, we're in. Yes. We're in. So look, yeah, look the, 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 this podcast is going to be called New School, Old School. You're on with um, Hank Sherman from Merciful Fate. Um, and so being like new school, as it were, but for me, you are, you have, you do have that kind of traditional thrash DNA sound. It's not a, it's not a new school sound. You are a new, you, you know, it, it's why. You know, because that does my fucking head in. The fact that all these years later, you know, I mean, we come back and we're playing to a load of old people who were there back in the day, mostly. You know, you guys are supposed to be bringing the young people in, but yeah, thanks for that. You say that we've had that for years now. It's always the old school fans that take a shine to us more than the kids. Always has been. And people always say, oh, I haven't seen the show since the 80s, like that kind of thing. Always the same. It's, it always seems to be the older generation. And do, you, and do you like that? Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. 
I mean, we especially learned that on the last tour of destruction, didn't we? Because um, yeah. sort of Evil Invaders and Lost Society, they had a lot of younger people yeah, there. Yeah, really young followers. Did you, so you did, did you do the Camden Underworld with destruction? Yes. Yes. How was that? Yeah. Yeah, I did, um, interviewed um, Shima on the bus. Long story short, um, I was nearly in destruction after I left Acid Rain. Um, it, I, I'll tell you after the podcast because it's, it's, yeah, I think these guys have heard the story before, so... Uh, but yeah, um, that, that's weird. We were in the same building. <laughs> <laughs> well, you two guys weren't, obviously. Yeah. You, know, you were probably you know, on your paper round or something. <laughs> <laughs> He's not old enough for a paper round. Oh, right, okay. No, well, you, you'd have been getting finished off in the workshop, wouldn't you? <laughs> probably, still, probably still testing your, uh, your circuits. <laughs> I was doing sats at the time, probably. You were doing sats? Oh, you see, I don't even know what that is. <laughs> what, you were eating a lot of satsumas? Um, mainlining them? You've got a problem with citrus fruit? I don't know, what are sats? Like primary school exams. Primary? Really? No, I wouldn't have been doing it. <laughs> you, you, you nearly had me then. You nearly had me then. Um, hmm. But that's awesome, the fact that, it, I mean, I, well, you guys sort of came up to me at, at Bloodstock to mm. introduce yourselves, mm. which, was, which was really cool. It's really weird now as well, because I, I, can, I can picture that in my mind, that exact scene, you coming over and saying hello, and coming over and meeting you. Um, and you know, didn't know you from Adam, knew that we were going to be doing this tour. And then you guys coming over and saying hello and all the rest of it. And, and it was just, it was, it's weird, because I remember that moment, having never met you before and now we're sat here and you know you're my mate and it's, yeah. and it's kind of like it's weird to think yeah. that it's, it, it was just a very short time ago we you know didn't know who you were and I remember saying to you Chris about um, it is Chris isn't it yeah, yeah no, <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's, it's only been two weeks uh, sorry it's only been two weeks <laughs> yeah, no, yeah that's right it's true yeah. since you were Christine yeah um, <laughs> Gender reassignment <laughs> surgery is um, fucked up, um, but you need to get that cock off your face. Um, but, um, Nathan's cock. Um, <laughs> um, I told you I had some weird noises last night. Someone was definitely getting one off. Definitely. Um, but uh, I remember what saying to you, you about about the old school and saying like, yeah, are you guys, you know, are you guys kind of like bothered at all? Because you know, I'm I'm amazed by the reaction that we've had on the, on this tour because it's been good, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's been Crazy. yeah, it's been beyond good. Underworld been, was nuts for you guys, wasn't it? it was yeah, really fucking nuts. Yeah, that was that was basically like the last twenty years never happened. You know, <coughs> that was yeah, just fucking insane. Um, and and it's kind of weird because um, coming back and like you know well I should go back to the you know saying to you you know you sort of bothered about like the old school or anything because I, I I don't know you know we, the band finished in 1991 and then you move on with life you know and done stand up for 15 years I've lived in London for 20 years um, so you just kind of move away from it and you you know you obviously since then the internet was invented oh how old do I sound um, and then and then your music becomes immortal and sits there online and people listen to it all over the world and, and it just constantly surprises you that anyone gives a shit in any corner of the universe um, and so I asked you about the old school and all that and you were like oh yeah you know 
it actually matters. Yeah, it does. totally. I mean, that's why we do what we do. That's all we listen to, the older bands, and it's it's just better. <laughs> I think it's just better. It's just better. There's some fucking great new bands. There really are some really, really good new bands. But cool. Who? Vector. Sorry. Vector. Oh, oh, sorry. Vector. Well, Vector, obviously. Vector yeah. are my, yeah. probably my favourite new wave sort of thrash band. Yeah. Um, Gamble, yeah, we're we're, we're missing them by a day in I know. Um, oh, yeah. Eindhoven. I want to see them. Gutted. Oh, they're, yeah, they're playing there, aren't they? Yeah, the day after we're tour. playing. They're Shit. playing the Black Heart in London. Yeah, tiny okay. little place. Shit, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I could get my ass down there. Yeah. I think I'm gigging, which is a bastard. So, there you that, go. Um, is it Angelus? Yeah, they're cool as well. The other band playing that that show, Spanish band, they're really good. Right. Cool. Yeah. Lots, but we're, we're more into the, the old school stuff. So, so that's, that's what you're into. And yeah. yeah. So that's what you're into, and that's why you have that. That's why you have that sound. Yeah. But then looking back on the, the the like the old UK scene, how did you discover that? Was it like, and did it did at all? I'm, I'm I'm not on an ego trip here. I'm interested to find out because to me it's fascinating that you know, did it play any role in what you do now like you know looking back at the day and saying well actually you know some bands from the UK managed to sort of get themselves yeah. known way back then so why can't we now I'm not trying to deliberately put words in your mouth or anything like yeah, that no. well I am <laughs> um, but no I'm just interested to see how you perceived the the UK scene like having not been around at that time I came to it a lot later yeah the, so you know in high school Slayer and Old Machine Head and, and Exodus and things like that and it wasn't until actually I was in this band that I sort of checked out, like, obviously the bill everyone there, and uh, you just sort of you go through all the albums like don't you, and you, you look for more and more bands, and um, yeah, you sort of just stumbled across them. And it, for me, it doesn't matter where they're from. Oh, believe me, believe you and me, it did back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now. It, just good, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, but, you, yeah but you're right because it, well, again, maybe that's an effect of the internet as well. Yeah, well, it's so much smaller now, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. You've, you, so there's less sort of all oh, there from there or there from there. Yeah. It's just like it's just music. Yeah. So play it and then worry about where the band's from later, if, or I mean, rather don't pay attention. If you to can't it. enjoy a band because they're from wherever, then bit of a I, don't, I just don't get it. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't get it. It's bad it's bad 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 bad. Bad. If it's good, it's good. Yeah. No, absolutely. I completely agree. I completely agree. So, um, what kind of music do you listen to outside of thrash and stuff like that? Big blues fan. Yeah. Yeah. Blues. yeah. I listen to sort of a music, <laughs> music played by people who woke up this morning. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> I listen to that. I was in a doom, sort of doomy, sludgy sort of band before. So those, but loads of different stuff, I suppose. Oh, my my favourite, Doom and Sludge. Great, yeah. I was speaking about Cathedral the other day, and you're like, "Oh, oh I was really complimentary." I think you'll find. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Music to have dentistry done to. Um, really bad. They're one of my favourite um, bands. Really? Yeah. Really? I'll I'll let Gaz, who I haven't spoken to for twenty years, know. <laughs> well, I might know you. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. My uh, mate knife, my mate. So, so how did you hook up with? Oh, right, no. So you were you. So what made you go into thrash from Sludge and Doom then? I was in sort of uh, 
before I was in that, I was in a more sort of slayery sort of thrash band and stuff. So I just wanted to do that sort of stuff again. But I really wanted to do sort of a, just a pure kill them all, rip off, just right. sort of you know fun fun thrash band and stuff. So I just found him on the internet and started that, started that up really. So just I just wanted to play fast stuff again really. Yeah. So, yeah. There is definitely something about. Just playing fast. It's my favourite. It's, it's, it's just the best, it's, isn't it? Fresh is the best. Well, it's, it's, it's just it's a, it's a drug, isn't it? It's yeah. adrenaline. It's just it's what gets you up. Yeah. Um, and and the thing it, it, it's weird, isn't it? Because it's like you you get you get your adrenaline gets up at the thought of playing the music, and then you play the music, and that gets your adrenaline up, and, yeah. and again, it's just uh, it's just it's just all going round, isn't it? It's just in a loop. You're stuck just, on a loop. I just don't get tired of it. It's, it's I think it's the one the one genre that I can listen to. All the time, like, yeah. You know, I'd never get bored of, of Slayer ever. So. <laughs> yeah, because we had that repentless conversation, didn't we, yeah. last, uh, last night? So yeah. sat next to Chris, um, ignored him most of the night, and I apologise <laughs> about that, Chris. I know That's I did, fun. but you know, on, my, on my left, I had people I like better. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> no, not at all. Um, well, yeah, no, 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 no. People I've known a lot longer who's just yeah. like we've, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of history to share there. So I was away on my right, and, and I was we, I was eavesdropping. No, you were. What, <laughs> what can I learn? <laughs> wow, I think I learned not to be a wanker in an Indian restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah, I mean, I yes, yeah, but I'm the same. You know, I'm 45 years old, and like I'm never bored of listening to Slayer. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, and Repentless is awesome. I love it. Uh, the song Repentless, I think, is the fucking closest thing to a Slayer classic they've written for 10, 15 yeah, years. Yeah, I agree. Um, it's, and, and for us as well, I don't know about you guys, but for us in our van, that's the soundtrack to the tour. Yeah. It's Repentless. Yeah. Oh, yeah. actually, yeah, we listened to it on the way here, didn't we? Yeah. Uh, we, we, we listened to it um, on, the way to the, on the way to Nunnington. Um, as it forever shall be known. <laughs> um, we we yeah we listened to it the other day. It was just yeah it's just for some reason it's that's you know that happens on tour though doesn't it? Yeah. It it, it just so the one album gravitates or you know one phrase or you know the old tour speak and all the rest of it. Yeah. It just <laughs> happens. to be fair, I tend to get banned from the the, the, the radio, don't I? Yeah, you have to keep him away. You have to keep him away from the stereo. You know, right. just goes fucking downhill. <laughs> you, are, you are an old man in a young person's body, aren't you? Because you refer to it as the radio. The radio. <laughs> the radio. <laughs> yeah, really. Radio. You're, not near, you're not allowed near the wireless, are you, Grandad? <laughs> <laughs> Let me just say I'm not the oldest here, OK? <laughs> oh, no, not by a long shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, d- definitely. I'm, I'm old enough to have fucked your mum. <laughs> and might have... Um, <laughs> no, anything goes, anything goes. Any, anything, anything, the, the gloves are off <laughs> and the condom that night uh, um, <laughs> um, so, so yeah so what, what goes on in the, um, in the uh, I was going to say the shrapnel bus but it's the it's the shrapnel car no, it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> That's not. That's not. It's great because we've got more the two. It's than a car. It's not like a Fiat Five. Oh yeah! Please it's let me see you do this. That's let an me Alamba, see you isn't it? rock and roll around <laughs> your vehicle of choice for this tour. <laughs> the fact that you look like a load of religious nutters <laughs> travelling to a Bible convention. <laughs> to be it's, got, it's got tinted windows at the back, isn't yeah. it? It's really <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's the car that you're driving again? Uh, it's a Seat Alhambra. <laughs> and everyone listening is now thinking, "Wow, with tinted windows in the back." 
Get out of town, <laughs> you gangsters. Pretty sweet. Yeah, <laughs> pretty you take the front of the stereo off, can't you? Heated yeah. seats in the front. Cool. Yeah, the we- yeah, the we- heated seats in the yeah. front. You yeah. got- Roll on the heat, <laughs> just like that. You didn't know. <laughs> You're the smallest. Why do you think I'm always sitting in the front? What a Oh, excellent. Maybe we can split, split, shuffle up by the end of this very journey. I'm not allowed to listen to my radio shows. You get the heat shows. <laughs> radio shows. I'll get you, you youngsters. To be fair, I do always play King Diamond. So. Really? Yeah. Oh, so so being on the um, so being on the same podcast as uh, Hank Sherman is um, pretty, pretty cool. cool. Pretty cool. cool. Yeah, awesome, awesome. It's a shame I didn't get to speak to you guys first. Then I could have mentioned you to him, and, and he could have said never That's heard of him. <laughs> no, he would have gone. Oh, what the old? Yeah, he'd have gone. Yeah. What the old German? <laughs> uh, no, let's Metal move church. on. Metal church. They used to be called Chapel, didn't they? Did, ah, did they? Before they were metal you do, You've done your homework, guys. Wurzel. He? he had a band called Chapel, didn't he? Yeah. Wurzel? Yeah, Motorhead Wurzel. Yeah, right. Motorhead Wurzel. What, not, not yeah, Wurzel Gummidge? Gummidge. Yeah. yeah, not the... <laughs> yeah, not the... Not, not the fictional... Um, not the fictional Wurzel Gummidge. Sleep-deprived. Yeah. Sleep-deprived. Oh, yeah, to get out right there. Sleep-deprived. Yeah, when you're pulled over for speeding later on. Sleep, sleep, and I just drive off thinking that'll, <laughs> thinking that'll <That's> work. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 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 Guns out <laughs> further down the road. Fuck <laughs> me. Um, yeah. um, I know it's, you know, it's, been, it's been awesome um, playing with you guys every night. Uh, that sounds so wrong. That's um, <laughs> a 45 year old man sat around with a bunch of guys in their 20s going, it's been, it's been nice. great playing with you every night. <laughs> Couldn't sound. It. I couldn't sound wronger. <laughs> um, no, it's been um, it's been awesome. It's, it's, I've got to paint a picture for you here, guys. We're the, the um, we're, it's quite we, nice. We've now yeah, got that one. we've yeah. now got Scotland um, appearing in the horizon. We've got beautiful hills. We've got the sun cascading down, bouncing off the sea, and and creating all sorts of beautiful colours, turning Scotland into a a whole kaleidoscope of beauty there you go that's a nice little alarm there just painting pictures with words guys. smorgasbord just painting of pictures with beauty words. that's what we that'd be nice if we didn't all stink of shit <laughs> <laughs> line of the interview <laughs> right there there's me jibber jabbering away all the time and this guy just comes out with the best line it'd be great if we need smelling for you awesome awesome Good job you're wearing a nappy. Uh, outside your trousers, quite weird. Uh, not sure if that's helping. <laughs> so what's, what's, what's the future hold for shrapnel? Because frankly I'm bored of talking about the past. Now, um, what, what's the future hold? I mean, obviously you've got two new guys in the band. Uh, on my right we have... Johnny. Sorry? Johnny. Johnny. Johnny, who is, um, who Johnny. is a drummer who's afflicted with left-handedness. Yeah, oh but it's okay. Close your eyes. It sounds like he's right-handed. Um, and, and, um, and, uh, and over on um, bass, we have... Kai. <laughs> Kai's voice is gone. We'll, don't worry, we'll, we'll do software upgrade needed in the, um, just, in the throat for just, the cyborg. He's just... Just about Kai like the puberty. fish, yeah? <laughs> so, um, Kai like Kai Hansen. So your parents were obviously thrashers. Um, or rather your makers. Um, <laughs> your robot overlords. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're 
your mum's into some pretty good shit, isn't she? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> another <laughs> weird line. <laughs> your mum is into some pretty good shit. Yeah. That could mean anything. A lover of the scat, your mum. Uh, <laughs> not, not that German. <laughs> oh, nice. Like that. Like that. Well rescued. So you've obviously you've got the new guys on board. Yeah. New blood. Yeah. Um, what happened to the old guys? Did they? Um, uh, were, were they? You know, they were point one. You so had we, to. You we, you, re- you commissioned a new robot <laughs> on base. Yeah, it's like and, it's um, Windows too. Eight in the band, wasn't it? Before. So yeah. So no. So so so. What, what, so I mean, it's quite weird. Two guys leaving at the same time. Did they? Well, leave we, at the same no, time. We, we haven't had a permanent bass player for a while, long time since Adam um, Fillings. Right. Yeah. So we like we had a fill in. I say Phil, I mean, Sean was awesome, wasn't he? He did the album yeah. with us. And uh, we've been very lucky that we've had nice dudes. A bunch, bunch of mates basically filled in for us. Which Actually, I think, I've, I think I might have spoken to Sean, or I know somebody who knows Sean. Really big, hairy, big, hairy dude. I don't yeah, yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. In metal, in metal <laughs> yeah, weird. Oh, I know. Yeah, he wears really. loads of black t shirts. <laughs> oh, this is getting better. Yeah, patch um, jacket. Has he got some <laughs> tattoos? He's got yeah. <laughs> Just narrow it down a bit more. <laughs> Does he like metal? Yeah, he yeah, does. Does he wear yeah. trainers and jeans? <laughs> I think I've met him about 150 million times. <laughs> In fact, I think he's been at every gig on the tour. He's a committed fella. Yeah, yeah, or needs committing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, I genuinely think I know. Um, I genuinely think I know him. Yeah, he was in. He was in for a while, wasn't he? A good yeah. couple of years. Yeah. So he did like the, the last Bloodstock show with us and stuff, didn't he? And then yeah, he he left and then. Had a few more mates step in and uh, really help us out. Yeah, we finally just wanted to get a, an actual because they're all guitar players from other bands as well, ah, usually. Right, so, okay, yeah, just, know, just, just, do other ste- just stepping and, in. Yeah, so we get this robot in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we wanted an actual bass player and yeah, plays with like a finger player as well, so it's kind of. Oh, well, yeah, that's add, Ooh, getting picky. Yeah, getting picky. Gonna, oh, I see, yeah. Gonna add the, something. You know, one minute we're never going to get out of the rehearsal room. <laughs> Next minute, no, we want to make yes, we'll fine. His fingers. If you don't <laughs> so we had this robot commissioned. <laughs> <laughs> plays with his clumpy metal hands, but it's better than nothing. Um, yeah, and then we um, recently parted ways with Jummer. Personal reasons, I suppose. Well, it's probably not best to go into those. Yeah, just yeah, just didn't come. Didn't get on very well. <laughs> we, didn't, we weren't getting on very well, basically. So it's just well, and the, well, the thing is, and it, it, it's, that's no fun for anyone, is it? Well, it wasn't fun for him. It wasn't fun for us in the end. And then, so, okay, so we're not that on the end. And then, I was in a band with him actually before. We were sort of both. When you say him, we're on. Um, oh, we are, aren't we? we uh, people can't actually see him. Johnny, Lefty. Johnny. Hello, Johnny <laughs> Lefty. Who, <Hello>. Johnny? <laughs> Hello again. <laughs> yeah, so we're we're in a local Norwich band called Kilohertz sort of filling in for them on sort of a permanent basis for a, for a couple of years as well so yeah. uh, that was kind of so we'd all sort of played together as well on the same bill right okay so we kind of it's all quite fairly incestuous yeah it really but, but is like Norfolk isn't it so. Norwich is quite close and yeah. obviously I'll do the jokes about Norfolk if you don't okay mind. sorry yeah it's alright yeah. um, so, 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 yeah, I mean, so how long have you been fucking instructions? your sister <laughs> 20 minutes just um, I've, got, I've got a brother so uh, oh well uh, sorry 20 years <laughs> Hoping to have a six, uh, yeah, sister, yeah? Nice. Uh, <laughs> it's not working. No, don't know why. Nothing's working. Yeah, weird. stress. Weird, yeah. yeah. Or maybe take the condom off and it'll... Um, so, so what about... What, what about
about Johnny? He's left-handed and he's got a white drum kit. How the fuck did you yeah, get I past don't know. that? It's, it's, it's no he's a vegetarian. He's a vegetarian. I'll get the fuck out of here. He's the only guy who's in the restaurant and just ordered ice cream. You did not. He did. Did you see that? He did have an onion bhaji afterwards. In the end. And they were were pretty disappointing as well, weren't they? I thought they were all right. They were tiny. Better than an ice cream. His dessert was onion bhaji. I had that coffee thing. That was all right. You ever had coffee before? No, I just thought it was ice cream, but it's a bit different. No, it's it's um it, it, yeah, it's kind of it's more of an almond thing. It's more of an almond deal. Yeah. In case you were wondering why it was crunchy. <laughs> <laughs> it was crunchy, right? A little bit. A little it was bit. Alright. Oh that was just ground glass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ground glass of the veggie bastards. Mm. Um, <laughs> of course not. Um, I don't mean that. Um, so you found you found Johnny in a band that you're playing with? Yeah. So we essentially swapped, didn't we? Well, yeah, we because um, we parted ways with Simon like what four weeks ago. Well, from the first date. So obviously, then knowing each other, it was from the first date. Sort of sounds amusing. First <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, first date. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. did a swap. I've been playing with him for ages, so we got on really well, didn't we? And did you not see me limping onto the ferry? <laughs> could you could, could you program him to speak up a bit? <laughs> no, I didn't see you limping onto the ferry, Johnny. But I get where you're coming from. You've, you've paid a heavy price. I said that you slept above me last night, didn't you? Uh, I did. Yeah, you were poking me like that. Yeah, yeah. That's nice. <laughs> now you see, I saw what you did there when you were saying you were poking me like that. But on the podcast, it oh. would just sound a bit fucking weird. But it was weird. He was symbolically poking my wiener through the mattress. So <laughs> it was There's no symbolically. No, it wasn't symbolically. He was actually it. poking my yeah, wiener yeah, through yeah, the mattress. Yeah. Someone was definitely juggling their spuds last night. <laughs> <laughs> somebody, uh, with the, I, I can just say with the Norfolk accent as well. It was definitely somebody juggling their spuds, wasn't there? <laughs> I'm going to munch on a carrot now. <laughs> he's just not even <laughs> He's just he's only been with us like a it's month, and he's. No, no, you said fucking Burton. Right <laughs> <laughs> fucking Burton. I've gone for a fucking Burton. <laughs> yeah, yeah, where, where the fuck is Burton? What the fuck is Burton? It's where they wear my marmite. So basically, you either love it or hate it as a place, yeah? No, it's Burton. I'm born outside the factory, though. Really? Or what, were you just laid in swaddling clothing outside the factory? <laughs> We shall give him to the god Marmite. May he may he reign in metal one day. They were putting it in jars and then I just squeezed out. Just <laughs> <laughs> my big fat gormous head poking out. So what are you doing? Hang about, this Marmite's alive. <laughs> this Marmite's alive. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is fucking weird. The Marmite drummer, yeah, you either hate him or hate him. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I like Marmite. Yeah, left-handed white kit Marmite munching motherfucker. <laughs> I'm gonna have him out this band by the end of this fucking ferry journey. Yeah, mine tour. Ten nuffler. But that, no, and I, I didn't realise, of course, but, but the first date of the tour was you guys. It was your first gig with Shrapnel. Oh, I had one before. Yeah, yeah, this is that, sorry, sorry. Once again, not in binary. So you had one before that. Well, where was that? It was just a local like, Norwich show. Yeah, well, yeah, I can't remember. Well, it was like two months ago. <laughs> <laughs> Low on memory. 
we remember his paper. Yeah, you, yeah, you need to upgrade the RAM on that, definitely. <laughs> we'll be in this one, we'll get another one. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's, not, it's not worth that, is it? Yeah. Upgrade. Yeah. Um, and so, but, so it was your first, yeah. your first show. How nervous were you? Um, yeah, it was a bit squeaky bum time. <laughs> yeah, don't yeah. use Alex Ferguson references on air. I'll <laughs> fucking knock you the fuck out. <laughs> I'm a Leeds well, fan. You're talking about Ginger Satan. <laughs> Death isn't good enough. But no, I was, um, yeah, I was a little bit nervous, but we've had a little bit of time, a little bit more time to prepare, really. But you know, we've. But yeah, but it's never the enough. same though, is it? Uh, yeah, I bet there was fuck ups, wasn't there? There wasn't. No, oh, was, fuck off. There wasn't. We, 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 we fucked up every night. We were standards, like bum notes. But I've got a tendency to play it a lot faster. Yeah, there was a speed. Ah, uh, well, well, don't. No, no, no. That happens. We, we, I mean, we in our rehearsal room, and like, you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Mark, of course, who was too young to have, well, been alive. When um, when we were around first time, and he was like, he was listening to some of our old live recordings. He went, "Fucking how fucking fast is that? We're not playing it that fast live, okay?" And then we go on, and he's like, "Wait, the, the first song, like, yeah. he's like, we're this fucking gun, hungry." Because he's Welsh, um, and, um, but sorry, it does happen. It just yeah, and, and it's called adrenaline. There's nothing you can do about it. Mm. But it's, it's what we were talking about earlier, coming back about. That's what gets you up for playing thrash, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. You know, is a drummer who is just fucking on it. <laughs> yeah. So, he, had you played thrash before? Yeah. Um, well, we've played not this band, me and Nathan played. You know, before um, that was the first time I've ever really played thrash. Um, most of the time, I was sort of in a death metal band. You know, I was in a black metal band for a bit. I've been in a blues band. I've never really done thrash, but it's fucking easy. <laughs> Check out Lars. <laughs> uh, yeah. it's, it's not. It's not as hard as he makes it look. You've got celebrations to the sticks. I'm connected. Saint 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 Angus snare. So who, who are your um, drumming heroes apart from Lars? Um. <laughs> um yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah. I'm still getting Lars off the system. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, was that a big insult? No, Do you I love Lars a lot? I can't stand it. Can you just say that again? Because I think people missed it. Does Lars listen to this? Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I, I'm sure, yeah. I'm sure, yeah. I, I think he really listens to them all. I don't think he listens to anything else. He's certainly got plenty of time on his, time on his hands because he doesn't practice the practice fucking drums. drums. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a lot of paintings to do, though, hasn't he? Yeah, there's that bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and the lounge could do with a lick of paint. He does a lot of, does a lot of painting, doesn't he? Yeah, and he sounds like that when he's on the drums. Yeah. <laughs> he sounds like he should be using brushes. He's building a shed, doesn't he? <laughs> oh, well. That just totally escaped us. Uh, yeah, I see. He, he sounds like he, use, he should be using brushes, painting brushes when he's behind the kit. Brushes on the kit. Paintbrush. Nathan, you just ruined the joke. Have I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sleep deprivation. I love the way Robot goes, Nathan, you have just <laughs> ruined the joke. Please note I did not laugh either. <laughs> I'm just pointing it out <laughs> without a hint of irony. Um, people are going to listen to I'm going to get messages going, you were really fucking horrible to that guy. I mean, I don't know what his name was. Was it Robot? <laughs> um, it's Kai, ladies and gentlemen. 
<laughs> Sounds like you were named by Chavs. Um, it's <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> like, does not compute. <laughs> I was not named, I was made. Um, but I don't know why I'm doing, the, um, doing that voice. Um, Anyway, getting back to your drumming heroes, you, you muttered something, you said, I fucking hate that kind of when I said Lars, didn't you? And it, I, it's just you mumbled it, and I, I, I'm not sure if we got it on the podcast. No, he's all right. You know. um, but no, oh, he's desperately... I don't want to get sued for all the money I don't have. Last name's Napster. Uh, no, um... Last name Napster, nice, so you did there, appreciate that. But no, um... Robot over there. What does he mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, I love uh, Jim Hogan. You know, oh, my friend who was on the podcast. Oh, really? And, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, and, uh, well, I toured with him back in the day, and we, uh, we, yeah, we had a long old. Well, he was. Um, we, I went to Bloodstock this year, um, and he was in the crowd because he just come off, you know, playing with Death and Dark Angel. Brilliant. And he was in the crowd for Opeth right at the front. Sort of baby way to fuck it off. That's a great anecdote. I wanted to know to. I want to meet him. Oh well, um, next time he's in the country, I'll tell him to steer well clear of you. Um, yeah, this guy. Yeah, he's like a big fucking marmite baby. <laughs> um, uh, no, he's he's an absolute top top dude. Top dude. Um, I mean, I can't. I mean, yeah. We bonded big style back in the day, and then uh, we caught up recently as well. And um, so, uh, try and catch the, the podcast if you can. Well, it's, yeah, it's on YouTube. Um, yeah, look it up because it, it, re- it was a really good one. Um, and I'll tell you all of the really interesting stuff that I can't say on here once we switch it off. So that's mm. Megadeth and um, <laughs> Ch- uh, and Gene that we've got to talk about. In fact, I tell you what. I'm desperate, I'm bursting for a piss. Um, so why don't I go and slash? We're heading, we're near Scotland now, so we'll finish this up and cool. then we can have a chat about stuff before we uh, before we hit the port. Cool. So, um, shrapnel. Have you got any shrapnel? Uh, um, <laughs> shrapnel, it's been, it's been awesome having you on. Um, uh, I hope I didn't talk too much. Um, no, I did. Um, Kai. Thank you for being the butt of all of the jokes. <laughs> zero one one zero. I mean, thank you. Awesome, Chris. Great, lovely to have you on. Thank you very much Cheers for being dude. on. Nath, good Cheers to have dude. you on. Jay, good to have you on. Yes. Kai, thank you very much. Jono, oh sorry, you're left-handed, aren't you? Sorry. Mate. Um, yes. Um, and I'm very excited about it. I'm just trying to get over the fact that she said we've now entered Lock Ryan. I've got a Woody! I've got a chubby right here for Lock Ryan! Then she said when we approach the birth. I can see his head. Turned out somebody's text. By the way, we are still recording. I will I will keep all of this on the people. We're sitting there talking about bummerness. To be honest, I think she'd be like, mm, yes, that's lovely, that's lovely, wonderful, thanks a lot. Oh, almost. Lovely. Have you finished? And there we go. Boys, thanks a lot. Until next time. Cheers, dude. Cheers. Goodbye. So uh, there's me and my boys, Shrapnel. What a fucking top set of lads, and I'm sure you realise what a top band they are as well after listening to that um, uh, that tracker stuck on there. So um, yeah, uh, just a, a fucking absolutely great time with them, um, and uh, a, a, just a, a thoroughly nice, decent bunch of chaps, you know. Um, uh, I managed to get them. Uh, I managed to watch most nights, or at least grab 
um, a, a little bit of their set most nights and go up and see how they were. And, and I've, I've got a bit of footage of them, actually, and some, uh, and some pictures as well, which uh, they're probably just finding out now listening to this because I forgot to tell them. Um, but, uh, yeah, just a, a, a fucking great band. Um, you know, shame they're not the German hardcore <laughs> Band shrapnel, <laughs> not at all. Um, just uh, yeah, just just a, a, a as I said, a, a, a real great old school feel to them. Um, and I'm sure all of you have heard that um, that little clip there and thought, mm, this is definitely worth um, you know worth uh, checking out. And of course they are. Um, the website is um, uh, thrashshrapnel.co.uk, which is is a bit of a mouthful. Thrash shrapnel. .co.uk okay um the uh, their album is on um is on candlelight um so you know go down there get that um it's called the virus conspires um and uh, yeah it's um i, I mean I, I remember being really impressed with it when it came out um uh, and still and then hearing you know hearing stuff um that is you know that I'm hearing it live and uh, yeah it's just um the next album's going to kick ass, and um, and hopefully they'll be back around soon. So anyway, that is uh, that's enough about uh, me and my buddies in shrapnel. Um, it was an awesome time. I hope you I hope you all really enjoyed that, and <laughs> hope you all really enjoyed listening to that fucking hag on the tannoy who just uh, sounds so enthusiastic about her job, didn't she? So moving quickly on, another fucking point about Sharon Osbourne, right? The, because she was on the X Factor, people seem to like women seem to hold her up as this fucking this paragon of virtue, this this brilliant businesswoman who's fought her way in a male world. No, she had everything handed to her on a plate by her dad, who she treated like shit, by the way, and wasn't talking to uh, when he uh, wasn't talking to him when he died. Um, oh, just just a fucking despicable sack of bones. Anyway, sorry. Um, Right now, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go I'm gonna be positive. I'm gonna I'm gonna turn all positive at you. Um, I watched a video, and um, for the song "Igniter" by a band called Wait for it, the Butcher Babies. Right? Okay. And I'm just putting it out there. It's not the worst thing I've ever heard. Okay, now I now I realise that isn't exactly I realise that isn't exactly a glowing endorsement, um, and that's not exactly me saying, "Oh my God, it's fucking brilliant." But you know what? Um, uh, I, I I kind of I really I, I try and have an open mind, honestly, guys. I really do. Like I said, I'm I'm not I'm not a sexist. Um, I I don't have a thing against women in bands per se uh, at all. That's not a thing for me. Um, I just don't seem to like. Uh, I mean, you know, I I had Lacuna Coil and Lacuna Coil albums, but um, kind of went off it. I still think she's got an amazing voice, but um, I, I just don't. I just don't do that operatic, you know, gothic metal thing. It just does nothing for me at all. But anyway, getting back to the Butcher Babies, um, fuck, uh, it, it, it's um, it's not bad. I gotta say, it's not bad, and. Um, and people seem to be enjoying themselves. Um, I mean, you know, they certainly seem to be putting on a good live show. Um, and, um, yeah, they're certainly working the crowd. And, yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know, you know. I'm, I'm, 
Maybe it was the fact they followed me on Twitter that I'm a bit more uh, I'm a bit more open-minded. Play to my ego, and I will I'll become a fan. But seriously, you know, I, I'll put a link up. Um, I'll tweet it out. Um, yeah, I like I said, I'm 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 quite surprised. Um, it it's you know, like I said, it's not exactly a ringing endorsement. It's not shit. Um, but uh, but I tell you what is shit, and that is everything the Black Veil Brides fucking stand for. Jesus Christ, what's that? What, what's what's that little knobhead called who sings of like? Is it is it Danny Danny Bershak or Barshak or whatever his fucking name is? What a fucking colossal dick! Um, I I, I just I I failed to see. I've completely missed the fucking black veil bright. Oh, Andy, that's it, Andy Bershak. I've completely fucking missed the point of that band. What is the fucking point? Just absolutely horrendous i accidentally when we were out on the road um i uh, i flicked through a copy of kerrang there's something that will make you want to tear your eyes out of your own fucking skull within seconds jesus christ i was looking at an article and i was just looking at this band and thinking could they look any less anything to do with metal and paul our guitarist just comes up behind me and points at the same picture and goes what's that doing in kerrang <laughs> it's like, yes, that's what I was thinking, actually. Oh, what a fucking horrendous fucking piece of shit that magazine is. Um, I'd wipe my ass with it if I didn't think the staples would catch in my crevice. Um, but yeah, and 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 there's there there is a fo- there there is a, an interview and a photo shoot with Andy Bershak, and fucking hell. The photo shoot. He's wearing. He's he, he's done like he's done up like a like a boxer. Um. I, I, well, if a Barbie doll, if you could put if you could put boxing clothes like shorts and boots on a Barbie doll, it would have had more meat on it. I mean, they seem to be doing well, but that guy doesn't look like he's eaten for fucking months. Honestly, he's fucking. It, it's unbelievable. I I don't know how that guy ever gets anybody ever ever gets tattooed. Because what's the point? You can virtually see through him. It's like walking. It's like look, looking at a walking stencil going past. He's it's just fucking scary. Um, I I'm, and I'm, I don't want to sound like I'm getting um, uh, completely hung up on the way he looks. But what a dick! Another pack of dicks. Ghost. What is the fucking deal there? Average. No, not average. Pathetic. Fucking disastrous. Fucking merciful fate copy. Uh, which leads us nicely on to the next interview. But I'm not going to go there yet. Um, just a couple more things. Um, uh, got the Ramstein in America double um, Blu-ray. And I just want to say, fucking hell, what a package. Two-hour documentary that is fucking awesome. Half-hour documentary into the making of uh, Lieber Ist Aladar, the last album, which is awesome. And, of course, the full fucking show from Madison Square Gardens. Oh man, honestly, it, it, what a fucking package! It is awesome. That band is fucking awesome. Everything they do is awesome. They just they just know what to do. In fact, Stilly, um, uh, erstwhile um, crew member for Acid Rain and uh, Kev's brother, um, he um, he was telling me he lives in Germany and he was saying that um, um, Ramstein have this this thing. I think it's, it's called Black Box, and it's this huge, basically. Um, industrial development that is just Ramstein. That that's it. It's a it's a factory where they they basically they um, um, they fabricate 
um, stage props and they're always working on the next thing and it's it's basically it's a factory and it's just a creative place and they actually they actually um, uh, do tours for school children so so schools can do trips there and and the kids can get to see you know what it's like and they can bring ideas as with them as well and all sorts I mean it's just it it really is you know Ramstein it's a fucking it's an endeavor it really is it's uh, and going to see them is like seeing the greatest fucking metal traveling circus you could you could ever want it's like seeing the best circus and the most awesome heavy band all at once it's just absolutely fucking amazing so yeah the the America double disc is is an absolute absolute fucking um must purchase um so what else been oh yeah and of course um one thing that I do I do have to mention was that um on the uh, on on the re- I'm, yes I'm going back to me all right and the fact that I was on tour when we played Camden Underworld um our old guitarist Kev came along to see us and uh, and that was fucking awesome he turned up for sound check he was there the whole night he watched the whole show um and what a, and, and it was great he just stood there grinning like a fucking idiot for the whole set um and it was awesome to have him along and we went into the dressing room afterwards and he just looked at me and he said that was better than a reunion and i just thought wow he was like no that was definitely better that was fucking awesome total seal of approval um and it was it was really it was a fucking it was a real special moment i don't mind telling you i will tweet out a picture of him and me in the um or me and him and or him and i and i and him and him and i whatever um in in the dressing room in camden um and um you can see by the by the um cheese eating grin on my face how pleased i am that he's there um and it it really was just awesome um and and i'm yeah it, it we were all really made up about it and, and especially paul our guitarist as well was really fucking chuffed about it and it was just it was great to have him along and it really really was um so um what else been going on uh, turns out spotify still cunts uh yeah they've pulled uh, victory records catalog uh, after an argument over royalties, w- what a surprise! What Spotify fucking conning people out of royalties? Isn't that the whole fucking business plan? Isn't that what it's based on? Fucking cunts! Honestly, seriously, uh, let me know if you'd buy a Spotify T-shirt because I'm seriously thinking of uh, of getting them made um, uh, and uh, at copying the Spotify logo exactly, um, uh, but just Spotify. Um, I just yeah, I just think uh, I just think that'd be a laugh. So uh, yeah, if you are if you are up for those t-shirts, let me know, and um, I'm in I'm in a position to to actually act upon some uh, on that now. So um, let's do it. Um, so moving swiftly on, folks. Um, where are we at? We're uh, good at one hour for you. Well, I, I, um, this this next interview, um, I think it's over an hour long, and it is with the legend that is Hank Sherman. Which obviously you'll know that because you've been um, you've been fucking what you've been you've been reading what this whole thing's about, haven't you? So anyway, um, yeah, um, we we hooked up on Skype. Absolutely lovely guy, um, and um, we have a right old chat about pretty much fucking everything. So, um, without further ado, here is my chat with. Um, oh, sorry, I know I should really do a bit of an intro. Um, Denna Sherman is back together, and that's what the whole the whole uh, conversation is about. Um, and um, and uh, do you know what? Why don't we fuck with the format again? Why don't we listen to a bit of Denna Sherman first? Um, and then, um, and then we'll do the, uh, and then we'll do the interview. Cool. Yeah. Fuck it. Why not? 
Here's uh, Dennis Sherman and Warwich.
Hello, Howard. Hello, Hank. How are you doing? Um, I'm very well. How are you? Okay, I'm fine. You know, I'm you know preparing for the interview here. Just I have this little like uh, you know alarm set, so I um, so I don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> I, that, that that's really cool. I mean, it, it, it's it, with these th- with these things. Sometimes you know, I, I kind of sat here thinking, I really hope that the other person has remembered. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because yeah, look, because yesterday uh, I forgot. So uh, I forgot to, to, to file it in my calendar. So there was this guy from Sweden who was desperately trying to, you know, call me up on Skype. And, I, and, I, and you know, and, and yesterday Skype was totally down for, for a long time. So, yeah. Uh, well, at, at le- be- yeah, no, no, no worries. At least it was only Sweden. Say again? At least it was only Sweden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, so how are you, so how are you doing? Where are you located? Um, I'm in um, I'm based in in London, um, okay. in the UK. Um, okay. I'll, um, I'll 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 give you a, a brief a brief resume because this isn't this isn't a kind of typical um, sort of podcast. Basically, um, I, I uh, 25 years ago um, I was in a band a, a UK thrash band called Acid Rain, and okay. um, and then for the last 15 years I've been a stand up comedian. Um, okay. Okay. And um, and now um, I'm uh, I do a, I do a heavy metal podcast which is called Talking Bollocks which you're on now. Welcome. <laughs> um, cool. And um, and um, I'm about funnily enough we I've got the band well tried to get the band back together but it's ended up just being me and we're gonna play <laughs> our, we're gonna play our first shows well I'm gonna play my first shows in 25 years in uh, in 10 days time so um, wow. Yeah, I know. So, so we've we've both got a, we've both got a kind of uh, new stuff coming out and new shows to play kind of vibe. So um, yeah, and 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 well, uh, with Acid Rain, I mean that goes back uh, quite some years. Yeah. Well, hey, come on, you're yeah, yeah. Uh, not 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 um, uh, not anywhere near as uh, successful or legendary as your good self, but. Um, uh, yeah, it was um, it was it was great fun. You know, hey, look, you know what it was like. It was great fun back in the day, but it's um, it's it's kind of yeah. amazing to be able to do something like that now as well. Yeah, I, you know, uh, you know, for me, I you know, I just kept uh, sticking. You know, stuck by the music. You know, even though that mo- you know some of the other guys, you know, grown up, got married, children, and all that, and yeah. Uh, you know, eventually you have to take care of yourself, pay rent and all that. But, you know, I just, you know, say, no, I wanted, you know, to stick with the music. So I kind of, you know, like, uh, you know, took my kind of my my freedom in, you know, just sticking, being a musician, you know, that, you know, so you have to let loose of other things, you know, but uh, at least I've got time to work with it and, and all that. So, and, and here we are today. So you're, um, so, so, um, it sounds like you're a little bit my, like, like me, no, no, um, no marriage, no kids, no, no, exactly. no responsibility. Well, but the thing is, it, it's kind of like, it's, it, you, you, I mean, I started, when I tried to get Acid Rain back together, I got, everybody said, yeah, let's do it. And then one by one, they just they really wanted to do it, but realized they couldn't because they had responsibilities. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, uh, of course, that is uh, the tough part. I mean, when we started Merciful Fate back uh, in in 1981, right? Everyone was, you know, basically single and all that, and we and we just wanted to have fun rehearsing six days a week. That, that's actually what we what we did. Nowadays, 
you cannot even get people to rehearse, you know, once a month, you know. So, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it, it was all about totally into it back then. Uh, now it's a little more diff difficult. People have more, you know, a little more complicated, you know, life, you know, maybe with uh, with children and stuff like that. And maybe a business to take, you know, to see to and all that, because music is, is really a tough way to make your income. Yeah. Um, you yeah. have to, you know to lower your your life you know kind of quality with other things in order to to survive being a musician unless you are lucky <laughs> well yeah yeah it's i mean it is it is kind of crazy it's um it's kind of becoming it's kind of becoming basically a glorified hobby yeah i mean i mean you know even me you know even though we have a lot of you know, yeah, respect and all, you know, from our early records, that doesn't mean that, that it's easy uh, whatsoever for, for, you know, me and Michael. I mean, we are starting totally from scratch and, and actually loving it that way because we are starting off with an EP uh, and, you know, basically what we did with Merciful Fate, we started with an, with an EP, then followed up by an album and, and that's kind of the footsteps we are, we, we, are, we are doing here again, you know, 30 years later. It's it's funny you should say that because we um, back in the day my band started with a mini album, and, yeah. and I and I I wanted to come back with a mini album just kind of as a nice little sort of way of bookending the whole the whole thing. But uh, we ended we ended up just putting one song out and um uh, and now we're going to play some dates. But um but you've got yeah um so Satan's Tomb is on the way. I mean you know look we'll we'll talk about everything, man. But um uh I, I'm obviously you've got I've I've heard the EP. Um, okay. And um, it's—I think it's awful. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, cool. I mean, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> no, no, not not at all, Hank. Not at all. It's uh, it's really cool. I mean, it, it's—I've got to say now, I just love the drum production. Yeah, I, you know, f f first of all, you know, we we me and Michael said, you know, we really want Snow because we consider him, you know, maybe one of the finest drummer. Uh, you know, in the world, you know, w w because he has that little extra uh, on top of, you know, a standard kind of drumming and, uh, you know, kind of a, almost like a jazz or, or virtuoso, virtuoso kind of approach to it. So, uh, and he, he did an excellent job. Um, and um, it was actually mixed. So, so, so we took the decision, uh, Snowy did record his drums in Gothenburg. And uh, since the, uh, the drums were sitting in the mixer room up there, we thought, okay, why not uh, try as this guy? Since the snowish drums were already up and sounding good, you know, what about uh, giving him a go mixing the album? So yeah, so, but, so that's coincidentally, you know, went that way that it was mixed in the same studio. Snowy recorded his drums, but I, but it's just it they, um, it's just got a lovely live sound. It doesn't sound it doesn't it doesn't sound like Pro Tools has taken all of the atmosphere, no, I mean, all of the atmosphere it, it, away. It's totally like if you know completely no edits or anything you know on the drums. I mean he he, he just plays and you can hear there's a lot of his fills and a lot of of his techniques that he's 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 having fun. Yes. And, um, and 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 that gives a lot of uh, cool details to 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 the drum parts for sure. Yeah, you can, but you, you but you can tell straight away as soon as as soon as it started as soon as it came in, I was kind of like, right, okay, yeah, this is this is it, it's it's great, it's updated, but you've but it's it's got that it's got that old school old school style and feel to it. Um, yeah, but but it's updated. It, it's you know I think we wanted to you know kind of. 
on purpose trying to be a little old old school in the production as well you know with the guitar sound and and you know all that uh first uh, the guy he did a li little more 90s approach to the drums and then snowy heard to say hey you know what is this you know yeah and then he kind of rolled back uh, the real ambience of of the symbols and all that so we kind of you know got it you know got it where we want it to be but like you said with, with with a slightly updated sound you know as compared to the 80s but i mean it is like in that tradition we have been recording and 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 also going for that sound uh, specifically because that's where we come from and and enjoy um also it it, it you know it's cool because it's easy nowadays just to substitute the drums and you can have you know the amps that sounds like two million dollars and all you know that that's easy you know but we wanted to see how it how it would sound for a more old school production like in in, in 2015 and and see how people reacted and and basically starting where we you know like uh, like the productions we did with, with merciful fate back in the days oh that's awesome i mean you, you, and it's it, it definitely you know it comes through and i'm i'm sure it's what people will want to hear from you you must be you must be really excited because of course it's i mean it's out what the on the second which is not far away um yeah. Uh, yeah, you must be really excited. I mean, we, we of course, we in now getting like, you know, 10 days, you know, from that day, we have, you know, that you, you can actually listen to Savings to Money General. Of course, we are very anxious and excited about, you know, how are the, the, the old fans from, from of Merciful Fate, of course, and new fans, you know, singing about the songs and all that. So, so that should be pretty interesting too. You know, to to get the, you know, we have we have about nine reviews in, so you know, uh, at this point, and 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 they seem uh, pretty uh, promising. So uh, we we can only hope. Oh, that's great! That's great. Well, um, uh, well, this I, I mean, this um, podcast belongs to a website called All About the Rock over here, and I know, um, yeah. I know they're working on a um, uh, a review at the moment, and you know, they absolutely love it. So um, cool. So yeah, that's going to be another positive review coming your way. Um, now, not that I don't want to, you know, not that I mean, lots more questions about um, um, about Dennis Sherman, but I just want to go back a little way because um, I have a little friend of mine from back in the day called Craig Lucero. Okay. And um, we were talk we were talking. Um, he came on the show a while ago, uh, and we were talking all things Demonica. Yeah. Um, and, um, and yeah, I mean, and I know he, he mentioned on the podcast, he mentioned that he'd, you know, he'd love to do another album one day. Um, and... <laughs> so, so that was your message to me. <laughs> no, no, I, I, no, 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 I, I don't, I don't want to get in the middle of anything. Um, no, but um, but no, it's just it was it was it's a great it was a great album. Um, I mean, it was put you know I mean Craig explained how you all managed to put it together, and you know it's it's a it's a, a, a as he called it a thrash metal album from the mind of Hank Sherman. Um, yeah, you know I think you know for me I was uh, at, at that time I was you know say, uh, saying to myself, okay Hank, you know uh, what are you going to do now musically, and. Um, I'm always been a very aggressive player in my in my writing and in my playing. So I kind of you know got into the you know to bands like Testament and and Slayer and all that. You know uh, again you know I haven't been that since you know way in the in the eighties and you know I see wow that's that's actually really cool. So so I I took that challenge and wanted to write something 
that was as aggressive, you know, even though it's not precisely my style, but, you know, that was uh, a challenge for me. So, and, and, and a, a long story short, out of all that, you know, we, we managed to create um, uh, the Demonic album, Demonstrous, in, in, in 2010. And it actually came out pretty cool. And we had a, a, a top-notch producer, Dave Otero from Colorado. Yeah. And uh, we have this uh, uh, Danish uh, vo vocalist, uh, Klaus, which has a similarity of, you know, of, of uh, the, the guy, you know, the singer and slayer. So, I mean, yeah. so, so it has that vibe of very flashy metal. Uh, oh, I, I, I love it. I, I, bought, I bought the CD as soon as it came out. I mean, as soon as I heard... Um, as soon as I heard that, you know, uh, Hank Sherman was putting a thrash metal album out and, and Craig was playing on it, I was like, fuck me, I'm having that. And, 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 and you know, for some reason, we, we, we ended up signing with a crappy label in the States, you know, that went, <laughs> uh, that, that went bankrupt. It's the same old story. I mean, uh, they went bank bankrupt, couldn't support us. And, and then we had a European tour canceled for, for specific reasons. And then basically things went down the drain because if you don't have support from any label, then it's tough. And also we were living in, you know, Craig uh, and Mark was in California. Me, me and uh, I was in, in Copenhagen with the singer and, and the bass player in Colorado. So, you know, yeah, there was a lot of, you know, there was quite, you know, a lot of logistics, you know, for, for touring and all that. Yeah. Going yeah. on. And, you know, and then suddenly I was headhunted for... Uh, playing uh, with Wallbeat for, you know, on uh, being a live guitar player for all of the 2012 uh, concerts. Yeah, and, well, uh, it's funny you should mention that because you, you, you've walked us nicely into something else I wanted to ask you about. And um, I, how, how did all that come about? It was um, uh, Michael, the the, uh, the front man of Wallbeat, that, that called me up and, 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 you know, laid it on the table say, hey, you know, would you be interested in, you know, playing with us, you know, for for the Gigan tour. There, I mean, first of to, for, uh, the first thing was to play, you know, the the six week on on the Gigan tour in 2012. But it ended up being all uh, all of the shows in in, in 2012, uh, about 75 shows in all. Yeah, and um, that was the first time I was, you know, uh, playing uh, the guitar as a hired musician. So it was a little different approach. You know, I was, you know, hired showing yeah. up uh, you know at the shows of course and, and you know just doing my job there without uh, you know having so much to say with the you know the production and all that so 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 i had to get used to that you know for the first you know couple of weeks yeah that that must have been strange having always been a key part a key component of bands and always obviously <clears throat> like you say you know being being involved in every aspect and then front you know going from you know that what you that's what you're used to to suddenly it kind of being a job yeah. where you're just kind of it, clocking in and clocking it, out it was certainly a, a, a challenge because first of all i mean the the, the whole like you know the the fan base they have is you know slightly different even though they're really playing heavy metal fresh metal and and then crossover music rock and roll um, but you know that's where I came, you know, come from, right? I, I I come from punk and rock and roll, so so you know it was fairly easy for me to kind of get under the you know the skin of the songs. Yeah, and um, I had really a great time, and and all of the guys in the band are really cool. So and you know for uh, that ended sometimes in in August September 2012, and then I was basically back to square one. Say okay, job done. Uh, what to do now? 
Yeah, I mean, and, uh, that must have been... Then I spent about three months, you know, say, ah, you know what, you know, Demonica was basically, you know, was dead at that point. Yeah. And then I, my mind was uh, setting on, you know, doing my solo album, you know, a solo project. And then I had the perfect name for it, you know, called Sherman Tank. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and, I remember that. And I was into the production. We were about six, seven songs in and we did like this uh, video uh, trailer uh, for YouTube. And um, in the middle of all that, me and Michael decided to, you know, celebrate ourselves or celebrate Merciful Fates, Melissa and Don't Break Those releases that were at that point 30 years old. Yeah. And uh, we knew that no one will, you know, like King or Roadrunner or, or Metal Blade or anything would, would, you know, would care to, you know, uh, honor that. So, so me and Michael got the idea, why not, you know, for the fans, you know, sit uh, on a couch, you know, playing a riff from every song. And, 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 and slowly from there, that, that was the beginning of uh, the Dinner Sherman. And after the first video, we really got a lot of response. We have a lot of hits of views on the, on the YouTube. And obviously we, we had to do the Don't Break Those uh, follow up the next year. So we did yeah. that. And, and that was when things really like nailed and we decided to, you know, to form a band. That's, that's awesome. That, but that's, that's a big step as well for, um, you know, from, from just going, oh, you know, just playing a couple of riffs and, and kind of paying homage to your, your past to then it's a, yeah. big, it's a big step, it, isn't it? To then turn it into a band. I think it, it made sense, you know, like. You know, I I was having this ongoing you know project with Sherman Tank uh, together with Mark Drabowski, who was the bass player in, in Dennis Sherman, by the way. And he was and, he, he was the bass player in Demonica as well, isn't he? Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. and I have known known him since like '95. He's like an incredible musician. He's also a vocalist. He has he had his own band in in the '90s called Corruption, uh, Freshy Pantera Testament kind of uh, style. Right. But anyway, uh, me and Michael talked about, I mean, the potential and, and you know, for me and Michael be, you know, to be uh, to be together in a band rather than I have a solo band and he has a solo band would be so much stronger and have a, a better impact and, and have more potential. And also since, I mean, we, we enjoy playing with each other, you know, and, and, you know, so it was very natural decision and idea that that actually uh, came about, you know, when we were doing the Merciful Fate trip, you know, uh, anniversary videos. So, that's, that's and then it took everything really took off. We announced it on on uh, Bray Words, Blabbermouth, and Facebook, and and all those socials. Yeah. And then within a day or two, uh, I got an uh, an email from Sean Peck saying, "Hey guys, I'm Sean, uh, the singer of Cage, you know, American uh, fast metal." power band and um, if you ever need uh, need a singer i would certainly be interested and then you know before we we we, we were even singing too much into singers because you know singers nowadays are very important in order to i couldn't to agree i couldn't agree more. a hit singer or someone people don't like it's really tough to you know to you know get something going yeah and uh and actually, we had been playing with Sean, you know, on an Earthshaker festival in, in, in Germany in, I think, 2005 with Manowar and stuff. And we always, and of course, knew of him, you know, being like a Halfords, you know, screamer there. And that's, you know, me and Michael are brought up on, on, on early Judas Priest, you know, all those uh, UK bands, you know, Iron Maiden, uh, Saxon, Judas Priest, Black Sabbath, uh, Uriah Heap, uh, you know, so, so yeah. that's basically our... 
uh, you know, foundation. Yeah. So that fitted perfectly because that's what what we were after, you know, like a guy who you know has the same kind of qualities as uh, a young Rob Halford. So, and uh, for sure that you know Sean, I think has uh, quite a lot of them. So, and he just and he just appeared out of nowhere. I mean, you could have been searching for months. Yeah, I mean, you know, let's say uh, he hasn't sent that uh, email. Let's say three weeks later, we might have approach let's say river owns that could have been like a choice that, that could have come come on uh, on our table yeah um but i mean we we really never got that far uh, other than we were looking towards some danish or uh, you know vocalists but you know they they don't quite have it uh, and also we wanted to to have a singer with an impact i mean one that has some personality uh, being intelligent, you know, like a, um, like a, 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 yeah, you know, like a, a, a front figure. Yeah, you, you want, you want, yeah, you wanted a, you didn't just want a vocalist, you wanted a front man, the whole package. Yeah, because if, if me and Michael, you know, were to run the show, I mean, we are more like just guitar players, if you will. So we really needed that strong, uh, you know, showman, front man, and, you know, that could handle and uh, the press and, you know, also have, the the you know the the singer's kind of attitude and and also perform to what we like yeah so that fitted perfectly so and and from there it you know say okay sean i i already have a song you know i have this song that i was uh, asked to you know actually compose to a famous american band but they you know never you know they they kind of broke up in the middle of all that so i had a song ready Oh, who was who was the famous American band? Who was the famous American band? That was Megadeth. Oh, really? Yeah. So, but you know, so they 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 wanted me to you know to do some merciful fate like, and I I'm not quite sure what what the deal was or what what the intention was, but 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 anyway, there was a good song coming out of it, and you know, it was just lying there, and I I sent that off to to Sean, and that is actually uh, the song Satan's Tomb. Ah, right. Uh, and what I did, I, I rewrote parts of it, you know, to, to get it even a little more, you know, our own. But um, so, so, <laughs> so, and, you know, within one or two days, uh, Sean, he, 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 he did all the, the vocals that you hear now, that, you know, on the song. And uh, from there on, we never stopped. We just continued next song, next part, next song, you know, falls and back. So I, I, I did all the music. Sean did all the vocals and ideas, and and we sit forth and back, and I put it all together. And so then who sent um, it off to Snowy in Sweden? So who wrote the um, who wrote the lyrics? That was uh, uh, that is Sean as well. Right. Okay. Yeah. And um, I, I, I I never interfere with any you know like a singer, lyric wise can do whatever uh, that person you know feels like. I I, yeah. I don't have any. Like oh, you cannot write about this and that. I mean that that's uh, that's not how I I want to be. Yeah, sure. No, it, it's um, it sounds like it's, it sounds like everything just came together for you. It was just meant to be. Yeah, it it, it, it kind of I would say because if like, you know me and Michael back together presenting a new EP mini album uh, yeah. and with all the. What we did in the past with Merciful Fate, I mean, that takes a lot of, uh, you know, quality uh, of an album to, to release because obviously we will be measured and up against, you know, our early works and, oh, this doesn't sound as good as back then and, you know, all that. So 
it was very important for us to find a, a, a singer that could handle that part. Um, I was just, I think, yeah, I was just, I was just going to ask if you're going to be playing Merciful Fate songs, which I presume you are, because obviously you've only got yeah. sort of four track EP out. Then, then yeah, you've you've got to, you've got to get somebody who's going to be able to pull off King's role. So that's yeah, I mean, wow. You know, Sean is like before beforehand he was a big, he is a big Merciful Fate and King Diamond fan, so he knows all the songs and can mostly sing them. Uh, you know, imitating King, or he can sing it, sing it in the way that he sounds, you know, like naturally. So when we did those uh, these songs here, yeah. he was trying at some point to 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 sound a little too close to King and say, no, 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 Sean, that's not what we are after. Yeah. So he he, yeah. he might, I think he misunderstood it, or, he, or maybe he thought the fans would think it would cool, but actually it's not because there's only one King. And, and, and no one can imitate him. I mean, you can kind of get away with sounding like Rob Halford, Bruce Dickinson, because that's a big, you know, uh, clap on your, you know, like, you know, uh, well, it, on your shoulder, pat on yeah. your shoulder. I mean, say, hey, man, you, you cool, right? But if if you're trying to emulate King, it's 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 not as good. So. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But, and like you said, obviously, we will, you know, of course, have Merciful Fate songs uh, in our set, and, and we have already already talking about uh, which songs to kind of look into um cool so that should be pretty interesting yeah no that'd be that'd be awesome man i mean uh, um uh, i um i funnily enough I, a particular favorite of mine um the first time i was introduced to um to merciful fate was um back in i was in primary school no sorry primary school i was in secondary school okay and, and um uh, the, our music teacher was um, was basically saying, look, I, you, you can all play one song by a band at the school assembly for like the <laughs> la for the last week of term. So it's the whole school as are in you know are in assembly, and and uh, one of my friends chose um, come to the Sabbath. Okay. Yeah. So, so it was amazing. So there was like you know there was this like six hundred kids all sat there you know uh, most of whom haven't got a clue what you know heavy metal's like or what or, or certainly what the next generation are bringing to the table, and then um, and then yeah, come to the Sabbath came on and it was just you just had teachers looking at each other with these looks of horror like what the <laughs> fuck is this? And yeah. it, honestly, man, it was it was amazing. It really was. It was just you know it's one of one of my favourite school memories. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I can imagine. I mean, we, you know, uh, you know, uh, you know, since you know, I, I was brought up more like with you know, Deep Purple when I was in school. Deep Purple, Black Sabbath, you know, Sweet Slate, you know, all those bands. You know, not not as much as the Judas Priest were. Not until the mid seventies, I think they started. You know, so yeah. But uh, but anyway, I mean that uh, that. Uh, that was a fun experience, I can imagine. Oh yeah, it was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. Um, just uh, you know, you 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 mentioned about um, going on the road with Volbeat, and I was just wondering about, I mean, about how you know before the tour and after the tour, because obviously, all of a sudden, you you kind of you you know you're you're out playing extremely big gigs at a level that is you know absolutely amazing. I would have thought. Yeah. And then, and so you go from, so you go from, 
you know, you go from not nothing. I don't want to say you were, you know, you're doing nothing, but you go from, you know, very close. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you got, well, I was trying to, I was trying to be careful, you know. Um, but so you go from like, you, you know, you go from doing, not doing much musically to suddenly doing that and then back to not much else again. That, yeah. That must have been I, really, that messes with your head a bit. It, it totally, because, you know, you know, of course, I have been on 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 tours like you know they've all been playing like big arenas and you know good yeah. capacities. Um, I have you know tried that you know on some other with Merciful Fate and being with Metallica and all that. But I mean, for for seventy five shows in a row, and then suddenly uh, you know say okay, thanks for you know blah 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 and all that, and then then you're then you're back where you you started before you joined. So. So 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 that's why I, I felt you know like a big vacuum you know say okay yeah, yeah. Uh, that was that you know that I was a hired gun there and now I had to you know basically start from from square one again and so I I really carefully thought what I was going to do and and, and that was why I chose to to focus on my on my solo project with yeah uh, the Sherman tank and you know within. Before we even get too much involved, then uh, me and Michael got what we have going now, and I think that outcome and 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 the fate of that is is I think really like uh, perfect for for both me and Michael because it is we like, we get so much more feedback and awareness uh, because we are together. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think uh, it also makes sense because we have a different guitar styles. So, you know, we are brought up on the same guitar players, but Michael has a, a, a very much more tasteful playing. I'm a, I'm much more aggressive and and a little more you know experimental at times. I would say, but so so we feel we have something to offer. I mean, in 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 the old school way. I mean, we, we like I say, we are all inspired from the bands from the 70s and that's where we come from and that's what you certainly is saying in the music uh, here and there though yeah but, but there was i mean i always felt with you know with merciful fate back in the day was that you had a um i mean especially don't break the oath which you know it, for me kind of raised the bar in production terms um you know it, it, it sounded great there was a lot of thrash albums around at the time that you yeah. d- that survived on enthusiasm whereas yours just sonically sounded you know really great um but also there was kind of like um almost like a um a connection with the past you know it, it always felt like there was thrash metal over here which was really extreme and there was traditional metal over the other side that was you know that was kind of being left behind but but yeah. but merciful fate was kind of like sort of in between the two because you were nodding towards thrash but you still had a slightly old school sound but you were doing something different to to all of it yeah you know i i think you know when i started to 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 compose songs you know that that really i felt that was an exciting part of of the whole thing so I, I was all I was totally driven to you know to constantly make riffs and put them together. So I mean out of and and being that young, you know, I, I started maybe when I was 19, 20 years, or maybe yeah, eighteen, you know, to compose songs and then you know with no restrictions, you you just go ahead, you know, put all sorts of riffs and ideas together, and you know that's basically what turned into to most of the songs for, for the most of uh, you know uh, three albums there um 
and you know surely uh, there's inspiration you know of course you know when you hear new things from let's say scorpions you know blackout album or whatever you know, i think that was from 1980 so 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 we were kind of you know flirting a little with the new stuff from the 80s but you know both king uh, me and michael you know totally big Heap fans we are you know big you know judas priest were a little ahead of their time you know with the metal i think you know, yeah. when, you know, 77, they, they did Sin After Sin. You, you have all these cool songs, totally metal. Uh, that was kind of not even invented at that time. So so I think, you know, we can pay a lot of, you know, credit to, to, to the priest for sure. So, yeah. And, and you know, that was what really, uh, uh, I really got a kick out of Judas Priest because that was exactly what I like, uh, how I like it to hear, especially because of Rob Halford, obviously. But also the riffs, I mean, Victim of Changes, and you you can, there's a long list of so many cool songs. And then they, they ended the seventies the with the Unleashed in the East live album from Japan. Yeah, or that was just Unleashed. Like greatest yeah. hits. And, you know, so I, I think that sums up the seventies with the Unleashed in the East, uh, like uh, heavy missile wise. And I, I think that's, you can definitely hear that's where we come from, you know, that type of riffing. Uh, our song structure is certainly different, but I mean there are some similarity uh, to that band for sure. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, uh, unleashed in the east or as un- unleashed in the studio, as we uh, as we called it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah. you know that. <laughs> it's just like yeah, you, you went in the went in the studio, recorded the album, and let's let's get some crowd noise from somewhere. Yeah, yeah, um, but, but, but uh, yeah, is it. It was very convincing, and and I, I know I've heard the story. I don't know if it's like the whole album or it's partly, uh, you know, repaired. I, I don't know. I, yeah, I sure. About it. <laughs> yeah, no, me too, me too. So there was um, uh, there's there's been a there's been a kind of like there's been gaps in your in your career over the years. Um, so what do you do when you're when you when you're away from music? Yeah. I, I, for sure, you know, it's like, you know, being in, in Merciful Fate and then suddenly you split up uh, in 1985. We were we were on a roll. Oh, and I know. Suddenly, I know. You know boom. Then the, the band is, is disbanded. Um, then I think within a month, uh, you know, two, I had uh, this other band called Fate, you know. Um, I remember, yeah. Were, you know, very melodic American, American inspired, you know, hard rock, metal kind of thing, you know, um, you know, in like Europe or Bon Jovi, stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, we got quite successful, you know, it was on EMI, we got released in the States and all that success. But I mean, it, it, it never lasted. And I got in a fight with the producer and a lot of things happened. And um, then I got, uh, you know, I called up Michael, say, hey, Michael, what are you doing? And then we formed. Uh, long story short here i mean we formed social mess and and you know kind of did what we are doing now uh, back yeah. then that to 91 i think 90 was 1989 90 so so we have been you know in and out uh, forming bands uh constantly you know go back together and 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 try to give it a go yeah but it's really tough when you have to to start from from scratch and of and being a guitar player like we are, I mean, we are not guitar heroes like, let's say, Ingrid Malmsteen. I mean, he, he just needs to be him and and he can survive. I mean, we are not yeah. based on being guitar heroes, man. We are more like a, a team, like a, a twin guitars, you know, maybe with composing um, 
signature and all that, but uh, we are really dependent of of a, a singer that really can you know stand out and and you know make it. Yeah, but also, I mean, the you know the I, I your songwriters and and you know first and foremost, um, you know songwriters are are the key to music. Yeah, I mean you, nowadays you see. Uh, like I had an interview the other day. I mean, all the most famous bands or the biggest bands, all of those guys out there are past past fifty years old. Yeah. So I mean, you have anything from ACD, Priest, Maiden, Saxon, uh, and then you have Slayer, Anthrax, and all your King Diamond, you know, and ourselves. All that. I mean, they're still out there, Megadeth, and and you can keep going on, Motorhead, and all those guys. But my you know philosophy is that that is because of of the song quality they did you know uh, in the early days it's 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 a back catalog i mean uh, the strong songwriting skills that were actually very present in in the 80s i think yeah uh, as you know i don't feel it is as strong these days but uh, i mean those all those bands just mentioned i mean they had the songs yeah. that can you know live for 100 years or more so because yeah. it's like, you know, just feel good songs, party songs or heavy metal song, you know, like uh, that is like what they're bringing. That's why they, they can keep uh, touring and, you know, fill up a lot of, uh, you know, arenas and stuff, big clubs. Yeah, absolutely. Abs- and speaking of arenas and big clubs and things like that, I, I, I know you've only got a couple of shows booked at the moment. Um, what um, what are your live plans? Um I mean, we we are waiting until uh, the the EP gets out in order to to make the right decisions to lock down shows. I mean, obviously we would we would like to get on on some of the cool festivals for 2016, but also do like a strings a string of shows, like you know, if it makes sense. I mean, here we go with the with the budget. I mean, being a new band festivals uh, <clears throat> would likely say okay you're a new band we don't have any sales figures uh, you can come and play for free you you get a case of beer and that's it you know that's yeah. kind of how you can actually end up being treated but that's not oh yeah I mean, we, 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 are, we are not going for that one so i mean we are we are only uh, uh, doing things that would make sense for us but uh, we already have some offers for festivals and this and that but it has to make makes sense and it has to be the right time so so our manager is like looking into that and uh, waiting until the album is out next uh, next week or next weekend yeah we're well we're, we're the same with my band because we've been away for 25 years um yeah know, and, it, and it's not the original lineup as well although that doesn't seem to have affected the um the response from from people out there but uh, it's still a case of well you know it, it's the unknown and uh, once upon a time promoters and people like that would would take a risk on uh, on bands and because they wanted to you know they knew that they would they'd get x amount of people in for a show anyway but now it's just I mean, yeah like, like the, the festivals i mean every band in the world are now trying to get on festivals right so, yeah yeah absolutely so, so, yeah. so the promoters so the promoters of the festival can basically get a, a lot of bands for free yeah or close to free because yeah. you know it could be like a good thing to invest 
the band in playing, let's say, Wagen for Nothing, uh, because no one actually knows if you get money. Or, you know, you are you're on the poster, and that looks good. And you know, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Maybe you, can, maybe you can use that, and at least you can use the footage. You can you get YouTube, you get maybe a DVD out of you. Can, so, but also, I mean, also that, you've got you've then got that to show other promoters and say, hey, look, we played Wacom, You know, come exactly. on. Exactly. So, yeah. so, so, so there's a lot of things to consider here, and and hopefully. Signing with with Middle Blade Records. I mean, hopefully, when you know when the right opportunity that makes sense, uh, and we need some support. Hopefully, with they will step in and say, "Hey guys, I think you should uh, tour with this band. I think you should do this and that." Yeah, yeah. So, so I mean, you're you're all you're all okay. You have got everything in place. You will be able to tour. So Michael's Michael's free, and everybody can make time to get on the road. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we we are not doing that, you know, like a five week European tour in small clubs. That, that, that's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's it, it's going to be like selected shows that that we feel would be cool. Yeah. So we we are not just playing a show just to just to be to have to play a show. I mean, it has to make sense. It has to be a cool place. Yeah. And, uh, from there, and also financially, it has to make sense. There's a lot of uh, logistics going into hiring bus. Flying the guys out from US to here, you know, there are tons of, of things that has to be in place before we, you know, give it a green light. Oh, and oh man, I know, I know all about that. I'm at the moment. I'm yeah, a week out from tour. Um, uh, you know, we've got thousands invested in T-shirts, which we hope are going to sell. Yeah. Um, you know, there's money laid out here. There's money laid out there. There's. I mean, I thought it was bad having a. Having um, you know, three members of the band living kind of like two or three hundred miles away, but you know, your situation really puts that into perspective. Yeah, um, but know, I know, I know what you mean though. It's just that that whole logistic thing. It's like, well, hang on, if we're gonna get, I mean, we've said we're not gonna do any one-off shows unless they're big festivals because there's no point getting us all together to do one gig. I think you know, like with Demonica speaking of that, you know, we we were like a separated, you know, a worlds apart. Yeah. Which meant that you know you have to have three American guys flying from the states to Europe. That's thousand dollars each as a sum yeah. of rule. Yeah. That's straight 3, straight away. Dollars just uh, right there. Yeah. And then you have uh, the overweight on instruments. Then you have uh, you know hotels uh, for you know a, you know a certain amount of days. So. Before you even start playing the first show, you at least need to, you know, have four or five thousand dollars just to cover the travel expenses. Yeah. And that is, of course, like, you know, not uh, the best situation. But I mean, now we are in a similar situation. But I think I think we will we will uh, do fine. And also uh, having Sean on board is really like. I mean, he he could live on the South Pole, and 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 that would be fine because that's really <laughs> worth it, you know. So, yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, I mean, well, yeah, and of course, I've, I think you've you've got you've got that Denner Sherman name as well. I mean, Demonica, nobody, you know, is just a it's just the name of a band, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh, whereas now you've got that brand of Denner Sherman, which is right there out front. I think that's also what we saw, you know, when we decided to form a band together, say, Michael, let's go together, form a band. We we were we were thinking, say, okay, you know, let's ju- why not just call it Dinner Sherman? It might be a little awkward uh, as a band name until people get to know it, but uh, let's try and and and, uh, and get a cool logo. 
that kind of helps things. And we contacted this German uh, logo designer who, who came up with with the logo we have and said, wow, that's really cool. And also, like you mentioned, I mean, now we can more focus in, uh, on branding and uh, ourselves as guitar yeah. players. Yeah. Also make aware that people don't forget uh, that we actually are the original guitar players of Merciful Fate because, I mean, why not? Absolutely. So, you've got so, history. So, if you've got history, you've got to trade on it. You've got to use everything you can right now, the way yeah, the business is. So, so we, are, we are very much aware of branding ourselves, you know, like image-wise and all that. You know, you have King Diamond, basically, that's what he lives off, uh, branding himself um, with the character uh, uh, and all that. So so, so that's basically what we are starting doing, because we have, we have never done that in our, in our entire career. It has always just been King who are basically taking care of all the branding for Marcel Fade and, and his own band, obviously. Um, so now we are, have to put ourselves uh, in front uh, visually at least uh, and also like uh, you know with the, with the guitar uh, in the center I mean like you know for guitar players for musicians and stuff like that we wanted yeah. you, want us you know to present ourselves as guitar players of course will you be um, will you be doing anything I mean obviously there's all sorts of different ways of kind of of making uh, different ways of, of trying to keep bands financially afloat now will you will you and Michael be um, be offering sort of guitar lessons and things like that as a as, as a way of kind of bringing in extra <laughs> revenue yeah as a way to, to survive you know we have uh, online tutorials where you can learn to play things to no I mean even though that yeah, you know, be, you know, being a musician is really tough. I mean, unless you have, I mean, you, you, Michael has a has a has a real job. I don't. I, I'm kind of struggling, just you know, surviving. Hey, but, what um, you talk? Hey, what are you talking about? This is a real job. Yeah, I mean, but, but, but like Michael has a real, real job. That, yeah, yeah, that one that one that actually pays money. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, and all because he has a child, he's married, and you know a lot of things, right? But I mean, uh, Michael and, and and I mean having Dennis Sherman as a brand with the logo, we have we have uh, some interesting plans uh, in the pipeline. Uh, also, we opened up uh, our web shop, uh, online store, and and have some interesting um, items coming because that's one of of the way we can kind of you know level out a little with the with the with the with what we invest into other things. Yeah. And then in the future, we have some other plans that I that I can reveal at this point. Ah, right. Ah. Okay. <laughs> So uh, uh, right, so you, you you've got uh, you you do have um, what is that that other sort of like merchandise plans or uh, you just yeah I mean that uh, that's a very vital plan you know like vital part of any band these days I mean like oh, yeah. you you, men you mentioned yourself going out on tour I mean the only way you might survive is to bring hundred t-shirts uh, and and you know some stickers and you know whatnot right so, oh absolutely we've got you know that that's where all the that's where all the money's been laid out is is, is in t-shirts yeah and and as long as you keep the rights and all for that so and, and so so we have that uh, hundred percent rights for our merchandise ourselves and we have a lot of cool ideas and a cool logo so <clears throat> there should be some good options there you know while uh, playing shows and also on the online store. Yeah, and no. like I said, uh, for, for the future, there, there there are more things coming from our you know uh, headquarters here. 
Oh, that sounds that sounds awesome. I mean, uh, you know, I'm, I'm exactly the same. We're, um, uh, you know, we're doing, uh, you know, three different di- three different designs of shirts. Then there's an extremely rare one that we're that we're doing, and then there's going to be extremely extremely rare hooded tops and things like that. And just um, everybody who bu- everybody who buys a shirt will get a free sticker. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, and it's just it's uh, fuck it. We're just we're just a merchandise company, you know. Yeah, I mean it's it's, but I mean it's you know you 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 as a musician being, you know, past fifty and have thirty years of experience. I mean you have to treat it as a business. You yeah. cannot, you know, when, when we were in the twenties with Mercer Faith, I mean we were just happy just to be playing, you know, not thinking too much about you know, oh, do we get one thousand dollars or two thousand you know who cares i mean you know we, we were just in for the for for playing you know like so nowadays yeah. you had to 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 treat it more adult and you know more like uh, like like as a business because it is your uh, it, it is a brand you have some items you have music that that you own that you can sell to people and you know so i think that's very important to get into that and if you don't have the ability and and, and you and you're really a bad business guy then you had to hire someone to to take care of that for you. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, back in the day as well. Back in the day, we all used to, um, you know, we all we'd all fall for that old phrase: "Oh, the record label's paying." Um, yeah, and then of course yeah. it, it's further down in your career, you realise the record label didn't fucking pay for anything; you were paying no. for it. So, so I mean, so signing with a record label is is really like bad i mean because basically it's a really expensive bank loan you're 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 paying for everything yourself you know via the record sales and and the return they get i mean it's like crazy yeah yeah it, it is but having said that um when the record labels were around you know everybody was selling a lot more and everybody was making more money than they are now yeah i I mean, we we have also tried. I mean, we can easily, you know, pay a studio, pay a master, you know, upload to iTunes, you know, within a few hours, and then it's worldwide available and make thousand CDs. But you know, my experience is that they will just sit in your living room, uh, or at least half of them, and and you have a hard time, you know. Yeah. Uh, get money out of it so so even today you, you really need to have a good uh, label uh, to go hand in hand with the band and you know with a mutual interest in you know getting out there and and hopefully make some money and then and and then we can you know use the merchandise as as one of the uh, you know way to get uh, you know to be covered a bit well like like you say it's um you know it, it's 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 basically you know bands bands have become brands and you've got to yeah. you know and you've got to know what you're doing with that with you know with your with your brand because ultimately that's what's going to pave the way for you to be able to keep doing what you're doing yeah you can see like you know when motorhead started to i think they were one of the first making beers or wine and then suddenly they have uh, headphones and yeah. You know, so so they partner up with these uh, companies from China or whatever, and and then you can get your own headphones or beer or wine or you know anything these days. So you you really see like an expansion in like uh, the selection of items from you know especially the bigger bands. You know because why not? I mean, uh, if all heavy metal fans in 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 the world are drinking lots of beer, 
why not have an Iron Maiden beer, a Molde yeah. beer, a, you know, a Merciful Fate beer? I mean, that would be stupid not to follow that idea, actually. I've, well, I've got my um, I've got my Slayer bottle of uh, Rain in Wine just um, st- still unopened, still in its little coffin box. <laughs> well, I'm just waiting yeah. for a special occasion. That that of course can be collector's items. Uh, well, you know, like go go for a huge amount on eBay and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. But it but it, again, it's 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 funny. Somebody um, somebody used the uh, the. Um, uh, we 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 brought out a new song, first song for twenty five years. We brought it out, um, and there's one guy really didn't like it, and and he was he was messaging me online and basically saying, "You guys sold out," and, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. I was like, dude, that's fucking impossible. You yeah. can't do that anymore because nobody buys anything. You can't sell out. I'd love to sell out. I'd love the chance to sell out. Yeah, I know that you know like. Like bands like us that are, you know, from the from the back from the uh, from the eighties and stuff. I mean, we we are also very like, uh, you know, ah, uh, you know, I don't know if we, you know, most with fate should do a wine, you know, wine bottle because yeah, then you can get morally, you know, like ah, uh, you know, is it good to you know get your fans to drinking wine and stuff like that? So there's a lot of uh, different aspects, especially with the alcohol stuff, but. I mean, uh, nowadays it's like crazy what what's available. Oh yeah, totally. But the thing is, as well as like back in the day, if um, if Death Angel had had their had one of their songs on a fried chicken commercial, everybody would have been like, "Oh fucking hell, they sold out. This is terrible. Yeah. This is really bad." Whereas, like you know, a, a, a couple of years ago, I think it was last year, Death Angel had their had their music as um their music on a on a fried chicken commercial in the states, and everyone's going, "Fucking hell, that's brilliant. That's great." Yeah. You know, I, I, I completely. Like, I I agree completely with that because. But, uh, you know, everything goes, I mean, anything you can, you know, also many bands are are having sponsors for equipment, clothing, anything. I mean, you you have to find new business areas, uh, even though it sounds silly. You know, a lot of bands are sponsored by energy drinks and, you know, crazy. I mean, whoa, okay. So, I mean, back in the day, that would certainly mean that you have sold out (laughs) of it. Yeah, well, I mean, then, well, absolutely. I mean, our our upcoming tour is sponsored by Visa. Um, I mean, Visa don't know anything about it, but um, you know, okay. it's it's gonna it's basically um, yeah, the tour is sponsored by uh, my credit card, and um, <laughs> you know, so, okay, I see. <laughs> so yeah, so fingers crossed, we might go back to Visa and say, hey guys, do you know you sponsored this tour? Um, you know, can we can we have some money, please? um but yeah it's i mean obviously everything has changed uh beyond all recognition but it's just it's a challenge it it's a challenge and also like you you know with with everything turning digital everything everything turning streaming meaning that basically you're not seeing a dime out of any you know record sales unless you're selling you know two hundred thousand plus or whatnot so but uh so so of course i mean uh the clever guys the guys with you know with, with the clever band leaders or clever guys in the band or maybe like a clever management or you know lawyers i mean they 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 survive that and and understand the whole new game um, absolutely it, yeah it can be a little complicated because i mean if you just want to play music and and you have to you know what do you think about this and what about streaming how does it function and you know that you know it it, it is a bit tough 
Yeah. Uh, to really understand, uh, you know, how little you get out of it. <laughs> well, I, I also, I think, no, I, I agree. But I also think that um, uh, being in a band now, you you have to be across everything. You can't just go, oh, I'm a just a musician and I write songs and that's it. You you have to be across everything. You know, yeah, you have I mean, to know everything. Anything that, that, that can keep the band going, uh, I would say, because, you know, everyone can, you know, have their own iTunes uh, uh, account and YouTube account and Facebook account. I mean, that takes, you know, less than two hours to, to, to make all that and upload and, and make us all. But I mean, it, it, it is so much more these days. And, and, the, and the huge amount I spend on maintenance, you know, doing maintenance on, you know, the webs. I'm, I'm yeah. doing the websites and all that. And, yeah, me and too. Socials. Yeah, me it's too. Like, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and but the thing is, I'm I'm, I'm exactly the same. You know, I I administrate the uh, the website and all all of the social media accounts and everything else. And it's um, I mean, it's not far off a full time fucking job as well. You it know? is. Yeah, it uh, is because you know I I've done websites and feed for you know for fifteen years now, but I I kind of enjoy enjoy that. But but you know, it also takes a lot of time. I mean, I have to create small ads with the album and you know, setting it up and do the web shop, you know, can be pretty complicated because it, you know, like there's some uh, technical stuff going on beneath the whole thing and all that. So, so it is like a full-time job and I'm getting uh, less and less uh, time to actually sit with my guitar and, and, and do new songs that I'm supposed to do, even though that uh, we are quite far in, I think we are six or seven songs into the album now and uh, another three songs and we are, we have the, uh, the album completed. Wow. So you've got, so you, the EP is not out yet and you've, and you've got an album ready. Exactly. So what happened was that we, you know, me and Sean just, you know, uh, kept going until we, we, we finished the four songs that was completed in March. Uh, recording and the mastering and the mixing early April I think and then we just continued from there uh, composing because we were on a roll and then we we got about six or seven songs into that and now we have to you know to to step back a bit and focus on the release and Sean has other releases as well so he's a busy guy Um, so uh, we will uh, resume to the songwriting uh, sometimes at the end of October and probably complete the whole album at end of November and then begin the recording in sometimes December, January and hopefully have it out uh, May, latest June 2016. That's at least my plan. Oh, cool. Well, funnily enough, you, you mentioned something there as well that's another feature of, um, of being in a band now, which is um, having members who are in different bands. You know, I've got, I've got, yeah. I've got the same thing because you know, back in the day, it was like you know, you're all, you're all in the band, and 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 that's it. You know, there would be no yeah. thoughts of being in more than one band. It's well, no, you're in this band, and and that's it. The band is the I band. Mean, that is, of course, I mean, like uh, being a, a true fan of a band. Basically, you 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 don't want any of the members to be in any other projects or band because it's yes. so much cooler. That, yeah, that that they are just in this band. I, I couldn't even, you know, let's say you have Judas Priest in the 80s and then suddenly Glenn Tipson had a side project called something, you know, and that uh, that would be weird. Or Angus Young had a solo ba- uh, record. That would also be weird. You'd, fe- you'd so, feel like they were cheating on you. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, my, my, my idea is that, you know, uh, the less uh, successful musicians like that could be my, including myself <laughs> like, financially 
you know, one thing is that you have an album that might everyone might know, might know, but another thing is like you know also making money out of it. But you know, so so if if you're just struggling to survive, I mean, then you might uh, say yes to playing this band and that band and maybe another band as well. So who knows? Yeah, that 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 could be part of it. Yeah, I think I think you know there is definitely people now. You know, basically, if you're gonna if you're gonna remain on the road because being on the road is where you make money, then you kind of need to be in more than one band. Yeah, it, uh, it, I would say you know I also prefer you know like the old school, uh, like ACDC. I mean, it's only you know of course there's been a few different drummers and stuff, but I mean you know it is cool that you you have the five guys that has been there forever, uh, and not playing around in, in five different other bands, you know, but I mean, you know, that that was uh, the romantic days of heavy metal back, you know, like 20, 30 years ago. Nowadays, yeah. everyone yeah. is playing. Someone uh, calls up this famous singer, hey, you know, we have a, you know, Ozzy Osbourne's manager said that you could, you know, be part of this project. And, you know, everyone says yes nowadays because that it might involve you get a little money in, in your pocket. Yeah, and also, also what you see now, which you never used to see back in the days, you see um, band members not going on tour, and you know you're always seeing these stories. Oh, so and so is sitting this tour out, and he can't do, you yeah. know, he can't. And and of course, that was never that would never happen back in the day because no. because there was money in it. Whereas now, if someone says, "Well, if I have to go away on tour, and you know, I don't know, there's this coming up," and so now yeah. we get, you know, we we get it, we get members stepping in all the time. Yeah, it, it's 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 complicated these days because, you know, if if you're past 30, 35, you have a job, and then you have to say to your job, say, hey guys, you know, I'm I'm having this heavy metal band, and I like to you know take off uh, five weeks because I think we can make it. I mean, it's 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 not many companies you know say, wow, cool, you know, just go ahead. So <laughs> yeah, that's especially right. with the with the American musicians, I mean, you 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 don't get that much off time being a, an American. Uh, you know, at the companies they work, you know, they could allow maybe two weeks and stuff. Yeah. So uh, that that could also play a part of it. You know, uh, you know, you get a, a older, you have your wife and dogs and and everything, <laughs> and, and when you go on the road, basically you you don't earn that much. Yeah. Uh, of course, uh, the highlighted bands that we mentioned earlier, uh, of course, no problem. But if you are like in in the lower end uh, towards the middle, then, then it's a struggle. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, it, it is. It is. I mean, it's obviously you know very changing times. I mean, I'm. I'm. Some... But, but anyway, you you had to keep up your appearance. You had to, you know, just to say, hey, you know, I'm still here. You know, even though it means that you're not getting anything out of it, but at least you 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 show you're still you know able to, you know, play the guitar that the fans you know loved you for you know back then. That's that's how I I, I and also since I, I like playing music, compose music. But uh, you also have to, you know, fight a little for for your existence as still, you know, being there. And yeah, prove it. <laughs> absolutely. I mean, I, I remember talking to um, to Steve Souza um, of uh, yeah. I, who I like crew uh, road. Um, I toured with him back in the day, and um, uh, I, I was talking to him about um, the heavy metal Montreal festival. Um, yeah. uh, which is like everybody's talking about. It. It's a great festival, and he said, he said that the one thing that everybody was talking about was backstage was the catering, 
And he said, like, you know, it's just like, because everyone's going, wow, this is awesome. This food is amazing. And he said, like, you yeah. know, and and he was just sat there, like, listing all of the food that there was. You know, there was like, there was a barbecue, there was steaks, there was shrimp, and there was, like, pasta and all this. And he and he said he was like he bumped into like iced tea and they all they would do all they were doing was talking about like the amazing catering and what food they'd had and stuff. <laughs> and he said because like you know it, it's along with everything else is you know uh, it, it catering was once upon a time something that you know when you're on the road you kind of take for granted. Whereas now, if the catering isn't any good, it means that you're going to have to pay money for food and that has yeah, an impact yeah. on the fucking day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, when we got this per deems, you know, with most of our fade in the nines, we got, you know, maybe it's $10, $20. Ah, uh, per diems, yes, that's right. You know, so the promoter, instead of, you know, picking up pizzas and all that, you know, every, he, he handed everyone, I think it was $10, yeah. You know, I say, okay, you know, what I mean? so, so, yeah, but I mean, it's, it's kind of, you know, I, I also like that kind of simple life, you know, uh, yeah. In a bus, uh, going to a hotel, you know, go to a gas station, you know, go to a McDonald's, you know, that's kind of cool, you know, with with the guys. It's Absolutely, yeah, it, like yeah, it's the yeah, it's the whole the whole crew, everybody together, yeah. all all speaking tour speak, talking in like languages that no one understands because there's all yeah. in jokes everywhere, and so, yeah. So that's of course part part of the enjoyment as well, but you know. Being like growing up, like we mentioned, everyone of of the famous bands are now past fifty. You know, as a person, you you change, right? So yeah, you, you might not enjoy doing five weeks tour uh, as much as you did when you were twenty two. So it's very different for for how people feel like you know go out and play, you know, like their life uh, for their life there. But yeah, it's. But, um, it's... I think you know we we have a good you know in in Denmark Germany you know we have a good uh, a good drive for going out there and 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 really like uh, show we are still here and presenting new songs playing some Marshall Fate songs and you know and have fun like you know basically starting from square one that's how we treat it and 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 that's pretty fun because the atmosphere in the band and between me and Michael is is kind of how we started it you know we have the same type of of uh, feel uh, surrounding it so that's something we really enjoy oh that's great that's great and so do you um uh do you ever um so do you ever um hear from king i mean i know he was um he was obviously um not very well last year i mean have you have you remained in contact over the years or uh, has yeah. you know, has it changed we, yeah we 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 have a, a contact you know kind of frequently you know with that could be, you know, most of Fed issues, you know, there's still some business going on. All right. Uh, so, so, so we are talking, you know, now and then about, you know, whatever needs to be taken care of or maybe some, you know, future ideas and stuff like that. So, and, uh, and, and, you know, I'm just happy, you know, f- to, to see him doing this well, you know, after being, having, you know, having a hard time with his health. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. I think it, it's really like uh, cool seeing him being back stronger than than ever, and also seems that uh, that the King Diamond band seems to be pretty, you know, popular and and um, are doing really well uh, on their on on their tour. So I think that's really like a cool uh, thing for him. Yeah, it's come. It's and, it's all come back around, really, hasn't it? Because it's it's funny when you when you've been around a long time, you see. You just you see how some how things just go out of fashion and then they come back in you yeah. know they come back and so, it's so if 
if you wait long enough, I mean, like, long enough, you 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 can be lucky to still be there to to be you know him again. But I mean, with King Diamond now going on this tour and European tour with the Abigail concept, you know, it is like to the point where we talked earlier that you know because of the back catalog of the strong songwriting, especially on the Abigail album, that's obvious idea, you know, to to feature that as a more like a theatric kind of play and then you yeah. know, play the songs uh, around that. Well, also, the, the other thing as well is that, um, I mean, you know, obviously, uh, you know, I know this, you know this because we, because we have like past works that... Um, that there there is a nostalgia element to 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 what you know to to King doing that to to you playing Merciful Fate songs me yeah. bringing my band back but the the other side of that as well is that um, is that the, the people who want to hear that are of an age that they're either like the kind of same age as us or a bit younger um, and they tend to be the more mature audience who actually. Well, this sounds horrible, but like they're actually prepared to put their money where their mouth is. You know, they're prepared to like you know buy concert tickets and and yeah. and support bands and buy vinyl and buy CDs. You know, these are the guys who supported us back in the day. They're the ones who are who are still doing it now. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 amazing to, you know, I I remember the on our last, you know, that's fifteen years ago though with Merciful Fate uh, touring Europe. And you know that you know the the fans that were out there in, in eighty two or three or four, you know they they still came to the concerts with the maybe having you know some children with them, you know that were into uh, Merciful Fate. So so it's it's a very you know like heavy metal like is like something that you know that is very strong has like strong fan base and and people tend to stick through the the most of their life uh, with that band. And uh, as opposed to other, you know, like genres, I think heavy metal is really like strong uh, regarding that. So, so that's uh, pretty fun to see. <laughs> see an old fan, you know, thirty years later, say, "Hey, do you remember me? You know, you we yeah. met back in in LA in '84." You know, oh, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I tell you what, I can't wait for this. This is like, you know, our, our tour starts um, on October the 2nd. Okay. Um, and I'm just like, yeah, that that description you just had there, it's just like, wow, there's going to be, you know, there's going to be people coming up saying, hey, you remember, you remember, like, you know, 25 <laughs> years ago, and I just know, I know that I'm going to look at some people and go, wow, yeah, I remember. And other people, I'm just going to have to go, I'm really sorry, but no, I can't remember. <laughs> But, but it, but it's great. I mean, it's a community. The heavy yeah. metal is, is is a big community, and and uh, and also like you know, with our more old school approach, I think you know, but with, with the reviews I've seen, it seems like you know, even like younger guys uh, seems to embrace um, this style and and the sound. You know, pretty cool. So so we have have high hopes. Let's say are very hopeful of of. of you know our project or band here. You know, so let's see how what happens. Me too, me too, Hank. Um, look, I'm, I'm, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to have a chat. It's re- been really of cool course. talking to you. Um, and uh, and hey, hey, if Dennis Sherman and Acid Rain end up on a festival, um, we've got to get together and sink a few beers. Well, for sure, cool, for sure, Howard. Uh, look, it's, nice, it's really nice cool. talking to you, and and also you know like good luck with acid rain. I hope that everything you're like, I hope you 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 get to sell all the t-shirts and all that. <laughs> Me too. Otherwise, I'm gonna have no fucking money. <laughs> cool. Okay. Well, look, good luck with everything, Hank, and I hope to see you out there. Good luck with the album. Thanks, Howard. Cheers.
Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So what a dude Hank is, hey? What a dude. Um, how awesome would that be to be on a fucking bill at a festival or something like that and uh, Dana Sherman on or Asti Rayner on and go over and go, hey, dude, and have a beer. I mean, you know, like I was saying about the, the story in, in, that I was telling him about, you know, hearing um, Come to the Sabbath in, in assembly and stuff. I mean, yeah, it, it's fucking real. And... Uh, uh, you know they were they were one of the they were one of the first bands that I, I kind of got into along with Thrash. There was there was Merciful Fate, which was different, definitely. You know, just well, you know, you've just heard the, the chat going on there. But um, what what a top man! What an absolutely top man! And uh, you know, and he's great as well. Right at the beginning, it was like totally reassuring when he's going, "Oh yeah, I, f- I forgot about my interview yesterday." It's like because you all know what my memory's like. A fucking sieve. Um, at the best of times, so um, so yeah, just and just really got on with him. It was great. It was like you know, two guys who spend a lot of their time, um, you know, working on their bands behind the scenes, as it were, and stuff like that. And um, yeah, just a, yeah, a lot in common, um, and a, just a really thoroughly nice guy, um, and um, and a top tune as well. I hope you uh, hope you enjoyed that. It's a four track EP. Um, I certainly, um, uh, you, you know, I certainly recommend um, hunting it down. Um, and um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's you know, it's high quality, old school. It's high quality, old school thrash, ladies and gentlemen. What more do you need to know? Um, yeah, the, the EP is called Satan's Tomb, as uh, as I'm sure you heard there. Um, uh, and it's out on uh, it's out on Metal Blade, um, and it's out now, so you can get it, download it. Um, I'm, I'm genuinely not sure if it's on CD or not, um, but anyway, um, uh, yeah, that's um, that. That is pretty much uh, that's pretty much the show for now. Um, I am um, at the end of this month. I'm going to be at the uh, Camden Underworld doing the um, um, popping up and doing us uh, too drunk to fuck with Reanimator, um, who are supporting Gamma Bomb, which should be a fucking great laugh. That's Saturday the thirty first. Um, of October, which is uh, yeah, not, not a few days time. It's coming up, so yeah, there's um, uh, I'm going to be doing that, and so I'm sure I'll have a bit of a chat with um, uh, with Gavin Bond about the new album, um, and um, and I've also just had an email um, whilst I was just editing all that together. I've just had an email um, from a, a great um, uh, a great contact of mine um, at uh, at Nuclear Blast called. Um, uh, called Claire, uh, Claire Harris, and um, she's a lovely lady who sorted out a few interviews for me. And hopefully, this is going to be yet another one. I'm not going to tell you who. Um, not not somebody from a thrash band. Definitely metal, very metal, very heavy, um, but not thrash. And um, I, well, I, what's the point? I, I, it's silly doing this, isn't it? Because it might not come off. And I always I always say I'm not going to tell you who it is. Uh, so there's no point in me leading you on in case it doesn't happen, and there's every chance it, it won't happen. So there you go. <laughs> uh, what, what, a, what a shit way to end the podcast, telling you what, you know, t- telling you what may or may not happen, um, and probably won't. Brilliant. Well, look, uh, guys, um, hopefully that's uh, that's long enough for you. Just coming at just under three hours. Um, uh, it's it, look as always. Thank you very much to um, it, to you all, um, every single one of you. It's 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 wonderful. Um, you're all spreading the word about talking bollocks, and I really do appreciate it. Um, and uh, hopefully we can keep getting stronger and we keep getting bigger. And you know, it's 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 just going to be. 
it's just yeah it's just gonna keep going and keep going and keep going um got some cool things in the pipeline um got a very special um got a very special episode planned for uh, f- uh as a christmas special this year um and and yeah it, it's 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 just it, it everything's looking really good um uh it just a, a few things uh, a few things up my sleeve that i hope i can pull off um well i i'm pretty sure i can um so yeah it's 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 all good but seriously wherever you are wherever you're listening to this whether you're streaming it on uh, on youtube or streaming it where you should be streaming it on allaboutthe.rock.co.uk because without those guys and craig it's, this this stuff doesn't happen so you know please get down to all about the rock.co.uk check it out thank you very much um whether you're listening to this there whether you're streaming it on youtube if you've downloaded it and remember folks please download via wi-fi download these episodes via wi-fi that way it doesn't take any of your uh, data allowance okay um don't be streaming it that'd be crazy um but yeah, um, wherever you're listening to this, where you know if 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 you've you've downloaded the app, you're listening to it on your phone, or you're 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 on YouTube, or you're at work, you're on the bus, or whatever. If you're you know you're you're on your iPod or your iPad, fucking drop it, smash it in half now, snap it. Um, but seriously, whatever wherever you are, um, uh, whatever you're doing while you're listening to this, uh, it's appreciated. It really is. I know. Uh, I know some of you. One of you in particular likes to do his chores on a Saturday to it. That always makes me laugh. You know who you are. Um, and uh, and yeah, look, guys, it's 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 an absolute honour to be in your ears once a month. It's an honour to be in you once a month. Um, it really is. Uh, and and you know. It's just I I can't believe it. It's coming up. Believe it or not, it's it's October, guys. It's October 2015. Okay, so in a few months' time, this motherfucker's going to be two years old. Talking bollocks will be two years old. We'll have been doing this for two years. You will have been letting me gob off like a massive cunt for two years. Wow, is that the first cunt of the show? Is that? Is it? Oh fucking hell! Well, in that case, Ah, so there you go. If you want to use that as a ringtone, be my fucking guest. I don't think there's any topping that, really. Thank you very much, you lovely cunts. Thanks for listening. It's been me. It's been you. It's been a pleasure, as always. Take care. Look after yourselves. And um, speak to you next month. See ya!